You have just entered the Katie Ma podcast. Hey guys, what's going on? And welcome to episode 272 of the Kebby Mod podcast. It is April 2nd, 2017. And that's not a joke because it's not April Fool's. This is the 272nd episode of the podcast. We survived April Fool's. We did. We did survive it. Um, I think we will be going over some of the April Fool's lulls a little bit later. in the in the cast from various companies and uh, online entities, but it was such a funny day, really a day just filled with laughs, just filled with hilarious, hilarious pranks, just unbelievable memory, and I just definitely one of my favorite days of the year for sure. I actually had a friend who had a baby born on April Fool's uh, last night. Oh, that's actually that's actually the worst. Yeah, I felt pretty bad. <laughs> I was like, she she gave birth at like, I think she started her, uh, she was in labor around seven. And I was like, you know, I don't want to wish somebody <laughs> that they're in labor for hours. But I was like, five more hours. You can you can do it. You can get to midnight <laughs> and it can be an April 2nd baby. But no, I think she had, she gave birth like three hours oh, later. Oh man. And you know, you know yeah. that that Facebook post, no likes. Because mm-hmm. people are like, yeah, I've heard nope. that one before. Uh-huh. That's yeah. the oldest oh, had one. Baby, had, had a, yeah, had your baby. You're pregnant. Uh-huh. Actually, maybe having a baby is not as bad because you don't like you fake the pregnancy, not the having the baby. Right. Know. Yeah. No, that's true. Still, it's still yeah, unfortunate. Usually, though. the pregnancy would be faked, but still, you don't want to. I mean, because then again, even for this kid's birthday, though. Yeah. Like every year, it's going to be somebody's going to do some funny joke, like "Oh, we forgot your birthday," and then you know you're going to be like, "No, you didn't." I know there's something going on, and then there'll be a part. You know, it'll just yeah. be some lame joke every year. Yeah, it's like, like so you're never. Yeah, it's gonna be like it's gonna be like the bad version of having your birthday on Christmas, right? Exactly. Yeah. So um, I'm fortunate for that for that child, but you know, you can't pick when you're born. So I guess actually, you kind of can, right? Because I mean, when you're ready to come out, I guess the baby's kind of dictating. That's that. true. You're just not you're not so, picking it consciously, but you you, you yeah. kind of get to choose. Yeah, you kind of get to choose. <laughs> you know what? No, fuck. Screw that baby. You know what? It made its decision. Yeah, it's his fault. It's that baby's fault. It is or her fault that their life is a joke. Wow. Somebody from chat just said, yeah, my friend gets zero happy birthdays on Facebook. It's year happened yesterday. Dang, <laughs> man. Yeah, it's you're right. Because no, everyone just assumes like, come on. Like, you, yeah, it's dark. Wow. Damn. All right. Well, anyway, we've got the, we've got the normal crew, uh, of course, with us, as you can hear. Uh, Katie, uh, Brandon, and of course, Brad. AKA um, Jeff Bezos. AKA Jeff Bezos with his with his current picture. Mm-hmm. I, honestly, for the amount of Brad references Jeff Bezos a lot. And mm-hmm. I know it's like somewhat of a meme, but I think you really Brad's just this Brad's just jealous of the I'm second, onto something, right? I'm on jealous something. of the second richest you know, man in the world. Which hasn't been the same since, you know. Mm-hmm. Like Scott understands. I mean I don't know if I if I fully understand, but I do think that he would go a long way if he just responded to one of your tweets. I think. I don't Does know. Jeff Bezos actually tweet though? Yeah, I was just gonna say. He's Is not, it actually he's not really known as like a prolific tweeter? No, it's probably somebody tweeting. He's for not. Him. He's no Elon Musk when it comes to Twitter. No, definitely not. He's, he's no Gary Newman, tweeting okay. pictures of his child with pox or. Uh, 
<laughs> you know, talk, talking about the, the shit he took or something. He's no Gary Newman. <laughs> All right, boys. Well, what's uh, what's been going on this week besides, um, you know, what we've already uh, discussed, the, the memery, of course, uh, which was yesterday. It's hard to think of anything else. When uh, I know when I'm just I know. just recovering from all the laughs I had yesterday. Yeah, honestly, my ribs my ribs still hurt too. It's it's crazy. I just from the moment I wake up till the moment I go to sleep, it's just the L U L in all caps. Just I can't I can't even. It's painful. It's just, I, the, I it's just the the crying tears emoji face. Yeah, the... exactly, exactly. Um. But yeah, anything anything exciting? Not we don't have to go gaming related. It can be gaming related, but we'll get into that. Um, anything anybody wants to share with the class? Um, not from myself. Pretty boring week. Yeah, I, I didn't do a whole lot this week. Uh, I ate at a nice restaurant last night. Had prime rib. That was good. Ooh, okay. Ooh. That sounds yeah. prime rib is always great. You eat yeah, it with was... a little horseradish with that, or what? Yeah, actually, the prime rib was fantastic, but the uh, mm. the horseradish left a little bit to mm. be desired. It was like a little oh, bit. Yeah? It was a little bit runny, and uh, uh, and I thought I just thought, man, if if this was like a nice, you know, a little bit creamier, spicier horseradish, it would have been just unbelievable. But you know, it was really good though. It was it was a very nice meal. But I feel like prime rib lives and dies by the horseradish. It is. It is a pretty mm. big component of that of that dish. That's unfortunate. That, that you were at a restaurant. You said when you yeah, had that. Yeah, yeah, just a restaurant uh, in the area we live. So it was nice. The, the prime rib was like their Saturday special, and uh, oh, okay, okay. And so I, I, Hillary and I both got it, and it was really good. But mm. man, that a good horseradish. I feel like you can take a bad prime rib and put good horseradish on it, and it's still like a good meal. And it will, yeah. That's the, that's an example of I guess you would argue horseradish is a condiment, right? At that point, it is. And but I feel really like elevate. it's. I mean, prime. Why even have prime rib without horseradish? Like the, it yeah. doesn't. I feel like it's not a condiment in the traditional sense because I I don't even eat it as a condiment. Like the prime rib is required. Yeah. Whereas I feel like with normal steaks, generally speaking, you don't put any sauce on a good steak. No. No, but you shouldn't. I mean, you shouldn't. I'm, well, of course, we all know that the steak. We we all eat our steak the same way our president does. Well done with ketchup, because that's <laughs> honestly, I didn't think it was good. But when I saw that our president was doing it, I'm like, I, he can't be wrong. He runs the country. Yeah, it's got to be right. And I got to tell you, I've really since then I've been enjoying or just my, just slather it in a one. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, speaking of like condiments, when it comes to meat, like a one definitely serves its purpose when you're dealing with you know a. a either not well-cooked steak or you like a lower grade, you know, if, if I understand, I'm not, you know, I'm not saying you pull out the a one, if you've got some good meat and it's cooked as it should be, you should, you shouldn't need anything. You know, of course yeah. I agree with that, but I mean, if, if you're cooking, if times. you're cooking steaks at home, like it's fine if you want to use barbecue sauce or a one or something, cause you're probably, you know, you're not necessarily a, a great yeah. chef. Um, sure. And sure. I'll, and I'll definitely like where I typically use barbecue sauce or, uh, you know, or steak sauce, is on leftovers from a restaurant. Like if I have steak left over, okay. uh, yeah. when you heat it back up, it's usually, you know, it's not, it's not the rubbery. same. Yeah. It's yeah. a little, it's a little bit, uh, a little bit harder. You know, it's not quite as good, but it's usually still about as good as, as like a steak I would cook at home. Uh, if I put barbecue sauce on it, mm. but I mean, prime rib is in a class of its own. You just have to 
Gotta have good horseradish. I like, I like ranch. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm kidding. What? Yeah, yeah. I knew that was a troll. Cause I was gonna that... say, yeah, that that's. I, people eat ranch on a lot of things, but steaks, steaks are not one of them. <laughs> I like to cover my steak with honey mustard. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, that actually is more offensive even than that. <laughs> that actually is. Oh wow. When it comes to like, you know, things like that, honey mustard is like a toy, basically. I feel like there's, I don't know. I've never really had like elevated honey mustard that I can think yeah. of. Yeah, that somehow I mean, doesn't surprise me. But <laughs> elevated honey mustard. All right. I mean, I don't generally see. Uh, you don't necessarily see like gourmet honey mustard at restaurants and stuff. Like no. you'll see, you generally you'll see uh, no. you'll see maybe like a nice aioli or like I said, like a horseradish sauce or I don't know, maybe, maybe even ketchup. But I feel like usually it's uh, mm-hmm. it's like aioli or something is going to be what they what they make in house, but honey mustard, I don't know. Usually, usually you're like, I don't know. Honey mustard is more of like a fast food thing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you're dunking your whatever your chicken. Your chicken, or, your chicken dunkers. You know, yeah. yeah, like honey I do, mustard. I do is love not, some honey mustard. Yeah. It's but, not bad. No, definitely. Yeah. Chick fil A. Chick fil A. Let's get some honey mustard with that. It's oh yeah. But uh, I just had a right, violent reaction to this going. chat comment: "Sweet and sour on your New York strip." <laughs> oh my god! Oh my. Okay. Yep. I just, <laughs> something happened in my throat. That was my gag reflex. <laughs> I was oh, just thinking. Now that's a good idea. If it already, it probably exists because everything exists on YouTube. But a channel of somebody like getting these really beautiful pieces like Kobe beef steaks or whatever, yeah, cooking I'm them sure. perfectly and then slathering it into just like, like 50 packs of sweet and sour sauce from McDonald's and sm- like smearing the top oh. of it. God, just, just because it would trigger people so bad. You would, that would be millions of views. Free idea right there. That actually, that actually sounds like a great idea. Like going to nice restaurants and ordering, you know, like yeah. that, like their Wagyu ribeye. And bringing and, then, and bringing oh. in bringing in like <laughs> packets of like of imagine? like honey mustard or sweet and sour <laughs> sauce or something else from like from fast oh. food chains and just putting it all over. That's a, yeah. that's a great idea. That is a million dollar idea. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. You just go. basically just triggering content for the sake of it being true. You'll, you'll have like, a travel channel show in like no that. time. Yep. Um, okay, but so <laughs> it's a pretty, pretty crazy week for us boys. Uh, we <laughs> Brandon had an uns- had a horseradish that was a little watery, and it launched us into. That's what this podcast is, dude. Anytime it's any, it's hinted at all towards food. We really just need to change this podcast to where we talk about what we ate during the week, and then maybe like we talk about what we played, and maybe one game. I mean, the article. thing is, Scott Scott and I are getting older, so we're kind of relying on the two younger guys to have interesting things to say. I mean, yeah, I just you know, I was at work really all week, and then on. I and then I had a meal, you know, and so like, what do I have to talk about mm-hmm. here? Well, I mean, and this is why, Katie. This is why you need to spread your wings, dude. I just, you know, I'm not saying you need to go. I know, yeah. Bit, but I need you. I need you out there on the hitting the dirt, hitting the. I pavement. mean the this the extent of what I can experience is men going into the bathroom puking and moaning, so n- nothing really. There's no potential there, yeah. but you're right. I need to improve there. Is there no one like that? Wait, where you in, Brandon? Mm, not loudly. that night. 
but I did. I mean, I did go. <laughs> I did go to a little outing uh, at someone's house on Friday night, and a coworker. Uh, I think I think he was he was like in the bathroom vomiting by midnight. I was like, wow. that's that's impressive. That is. Mm. But that I mean, I, I don't know. I guess that was exciting, but that's that's not <clears throat> that's not uh, out of the ordinary, I suppose. I mean, I didn't. This wasn't crazy, but I actually, uh, my girlfriend, I went over her uh, brother's house because he had uh, tried his first attempt at making like a homebrewed beer with a beer kit, and so oh, it had happened like six weeks ago, and he finally. Uh, was was there to for us to to try it, and so he invited me over to come over and, and check it out on Saturday, yeah, uh, last night, and um, it came out really good. It's I mean it was just like a basic lager, um, but it was his first time, and so I was I was pretty impressed, and um, yeah, it tasted good. I've never I've never like I'm not a real big beer drinker anyway, so I I wouldn't necessarily be interested to do it myself, but. Um, yeah, it came out pretty good, and Did I think he do it with uh, like a like a kit, like a kit that he yeah bought. he had a kit. Yeah, he had a kit. It was like a twenty five or thirty dollar kit. It ended up making basically a case, and it tasted. Hmm. I mean, again, like not like Budweisers, like the, but I mean, it tasted better than a lot of like those really shitty skunk beers. Really, um, that you can, you know, like the really really cheap ones. I mean, it was it was very passable. Uh, I was like, yeah, this is fine. Yeah, like my my favorite, the Kirkland Special. Yeah. <laughs> Fifty cents a can or whatever. My yeah. friends call it industrial beer. Um, yeah, basically. Yeah, it was better than that. Um, so yeah, so I, he was pretty impressed with himself. I was impressed. I was like, yeah, this is not a bad. Yeah, it'll be a fun, fun thing to do. He's got a, he's got another kit that's like a little bit more. And, and now that he did it once, he's like, now I'm going to add like an orange. You know, he's going to kind of mix it up a little bit, do uh, do something a little bit different before. But yeah, it was my first time ever actually ever drinking homebrewed beer, which is, I mean, almost thirty. That I feel like people do that pretty often. I just haven't. I don't get invited to parties with alcohol guys. It's, it's only it's only it's in cool. certain circles. It wasn't you know? a party, but yeah, no, that's true. No, a lot of the um, when I lived in Pittsburgh, a lot of the KB Mod guys, or well, we knew people. I mean, Sean brews his own beer. Yeah, Sean brews his own beer. Um, Sean's his bro, but I don't think I ever got to one of the one of the events where they were tasting it. So, but yeah, I know Sean's uh, big on that. Um, but yeah, so that was fun. That was cool. But again, that's all I got. It tasted pretty good. I mean, we didn't get, I had, I had one, basically he had them in pretty big bottles. It was like equivalent of two beers per, per bottle, but he was just giving me the Sounds like it went it. better than the time I tried to make root beer from a kit. You tried to make root beer at home once? Oh yeah. That, yeah. This was like years ago. I think we actually talked about it on the cast and look at, yeah. look back at one of the past episodes. Uh, probably, I don't know. It had to be four to or five years I don't ago. That. It was in yeah. the early days. Yeah. Cause I remember I was in my, this was like th- this was like three apartments ago, uh, mm-hmm. but I tried to ma- I tried to make root beer with a like a kit, and it it was just it came out disgusting. <laughs> Did it come it out was, flat or was it no? Just like, it, oh. it was just too. It was way too sugary. Um, uh, okay, and and okay. I'm not like it, it. Basically, I didn't even know how I would have gotten it to be something that I wanted to drink. Because I wasn't, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. it's just a kit. It, it's not, I guess it's probably different uh, different than brewing beer where you can kind of figure out which ingredient you want to change to change the taste. This is right. just like, you know, it comes in it comes in this little kit and there's like sugar and there's other <laughs> stuff. And, and it was just, yeah. it was not good. So can't, I can't recommend. It sounds uh, like what, uh, what they, the recipe they use for mug, actually. Yeah. That. yeah, I mean. Mug was definitely the closest to what it tasted like because mug like, is the worst root I, beer. 
I know I do that. I feel like we bring every time we bring up root beer, we always shit on mug. But I, the That's reason that bad. I do is it's fucking disgusting. It's it, a, like, it's a is bad there anybody? I want to know, like, and I know people are going to troll and say I like mug, but is there anybody? We have a hundred and almost. I mean, 20 look, I can, I can drink it. Live. Like, if you dare me to drink it, I can drink it. It's well, not, sure, it's not, I it's mean, not, uh, like, it's not revolting. <sighs> but see, but it is, it, it is weird aftertaste to me. The whole package, I. The thing is, I'd much rather it's, just it's drink a, water. It's a disgrace mug. to root beer, right? Like, it's it is disgusting. It is just a bad drink. Yeah, they can, do, and they can okay. do so much better. Some- they could do so much better. Like Pepsi makes some fine products. That's they just do. not one of them. Yeah. Honestly, I agree with uh mug is tepid sewage. That's the Coney, thank you for that. That's <laughs> what it tastes like in my mouth. <laughs> tepid sewage. That's yeah. uh yeah. I mean, wow, we've got somebody that oh man. Okay. We've got oh wow, we got somebody in chat to hit him. I'm sorry, I know we don't use reference chat, but he says he works for Pepsi directly. Oh well, uh, mm. so that's Interested to hear some of the inside scoop on maybe he's maybe he's got some uh, some hot mug What's tips. Actually, hot mug. You actually don't say hot and mug because now I'm imagining <laughs> mug warmed up to like T levels and trying. Oh, okay. Oh, that, that would kill you. That that's. Uh, I, a I, mug I, is made I, by Dr Pepper. I don't care who makes it. The point is, it's not good. Dr Pepper's fine. Dr Pepper's is great. I love Dr Pepper. Dr Pepper's great. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna talk badly about the fine folks at Dr Pepper. Yeah, it's what Sham's saying. There are millions of good root beers out there. Why would you ever disgrace your palate with that? I think mug? that's the thing that that an, that annoys me the most is is I think Mug is so, like there are so many good root beers out there that are by yeah, small brands, so and yeah. you would think normally you don't drink sodas from small brands, but root beer is is generally very good. Mug is just trash. It really is. I mean, I've even had so. There's this one sandwich place. Uh, it's a chain. For some reason, the name escapes me. But they so for their fountain sodas, they have Pepsi and Dr Pepper, I guess. But they they had a mug in a fountain. And I remember this is this is maybe one of the reasons that I'm I'm so against it because usually um, fountain sodas in general like taste better, obviously, than out of the bottle uh, for a lot of reasons. But the, I, I tried, so I was like, maybe mug out of a fountain, you know, when it's being mixed in, like right here, like into your cup, maybe it'll be better. And holy shit, it had, it tasted exact. It was, it was maybe even worse. I mean, obviously the carbonation levels were maybe a little bit better. Yeah. And I was like, even, even getting the fountain version and it's still terrible. Like that's, and, I, and I'm not saying like, obviously, I just don't, I don't understand. I don't get it. Mm-hmm. It's about so time. whatever. Mug's bad. It's about time, the... but uh, but yeah, I mean, I but if it's for like for making my own root beer, I st- I would have drank mug over what I made like that. It was not it was not a good product, so I ended up throwing most of it out, as I recall. Mm. Mm. Okay. Well, any uh, any other food topics we want to hit before <laughs> food or drink <laughs> topics before we start? Did anybody? Uh... Brad, Brad, did you eat anything this week? Did I eat anything this week? <laughs> anything? Anything that you want to talk about? I mean, just look at me, dude. I eat a lot. Okay. Um, I mean, Jeff Bezos is pretty thin, actually. Yeah. Uh, actually, yeah. Um, no, no, there's no food I wanted to talk about this week. Um, I don't know what it is, but this place in my town has these things called... Uh... <laughs> my girlfriend's looking at me <laughs> <laughs> go ahead they're like 
what are they called? Cheesy munchers or something like that? What are they? Tater munchies or something like that. They're just these what little... They're basically like fried potatoes mixed with like cheese on the inside. And they're actually kind of they're kind of good. But uh, that's that's been my shit. Um, that was pretty the, good. Where are those oh, from? I think yeah. I've seen those. But, but other than that, no, nothing interesting. Um, you know, I've made a couple meals this week, but nothing too exciting. Um, okay. Yeah. Thanks for bringing nothing to this. Wow, Brad, I really you, thought you, I, really I thought wasn't going to speak up, but then Scott brought I, I forced him. I know. It was bad. I just figured he Bro. might have had like a Lunchable or something. We could start talking about Lunchable. I'm just trying <laughs> to keep the food thing going as long as we can. Oh, actually, I did have Mountain Dew is now doing lemonades. I don't oh, know. Okay. Okay. Wait, like okay. A, like a separate well it's still Mountain Dew obviously making it, but is it like carbonated or no? I believe so, yeah. But it's okay. it's like no it's just like a carbonated lemonade. So like a and then a strawberry lemonade as well. So I tried those this week. And that wasn't bad, but it's just like weird. And the funny thing is too, at the bottom it says like no alcohol, like non-alcoholic it's like I, I wasn't thinking you know when i was grabbing this mountain dew lemonade that it was gonna be alcoholic but uh, <laughs> on the bottom of them it's, it says that they're non-alcoholic so um, maybe there's an alcoholic version out there i don't know but um is it is it in the soda that? section or like the energy drink yeah. section well where i'm at they're all in the same thing so it's all pepsi products one thing and then coke okay. and another so I just I have to say again I was I was at uh, Wawa looking at the in the soda section and looking at Mountain Dew recently, be just hoping that Baja Blast would just pop out you know and and be there and not have fucking pitch black staring me down, <laughs> fucking like I still will never that was a cooked vote I think we had somebody in our chat saying because remember there was like they were saying to vote for which one stayed around and pitch black the very oh, inferior God, I, don't know who I don't think they listened to the vote. I don't think they did. No, I don't think they did at all. Because I, I, 10 to 1, I could ask people, would you prefer Baja stay around or Pitch Black? And it was, I mean, there would be maybe a Pitch Black fan or two, but it was almost always Baja Blast. Baja's pretty I'm good fucking, as far as Mountain Dew goes. It's, <laughs> Baja's great. I'm not saying, like, I, I, have, I was maybe a little bit strong on Pitch Black saying that it was, like, cancer. Okay, it's not, I mean, it's drinkable, but, I'm, but compared, if you can only have one. If you can only have one, I just it still blows my mind. Well, but, I would have Baja over the cough syrup that is uh, yes. whatever that other monstrosity. I agree. It's called. It's cough syrup's a good way to describe what it tastes like. God. Okay. Well, anyway, um, gaming wise, this uh, if we've uh, you know, let's start with Brandon because I think you were pretty light last week because of your schedule. Did you actually get to play? No, unfortunately not. Okay. No, this is this is a this is a pretty busy week uh, due to a lot of work stuff. So the only thing I've really played this week is Hearthstone because uh, the new expansion's coming out, and they're do- they're you can kind of tell they're doing the thing that mobile game developers do when they really need to kind of juice their player base. Uh, they're doing like a rewards if you log in each day. Uh, like throughout this week, I think until they launch the expansion, you get a reward each day. So, and you don't even have to play a game. You just have to log, like you have to open the app. And as long as you open the app, you get, uh, you get a reward. So, um, so I'm kind of, you know, they've, they've, they got me that 
I, I want the reward. Uh, but it's kind of a weird mobile mobile game thing where they do you know the login streaks and all that. They just literally just want you to right. open the app uh, because they know that some percentage of people will end up playing and they'll get they'll get hooked again. But so I've just been literally like a couple of days I logged into Hearthstone and I was like, oh cool, I got my thing, and then I closed it. Oh, uh, so this is Hearthstone, not not Smite. Uh, I mean, yes, this is not Smite. Smite, oh, okay. Smite. Smite, Smite do does the same thing. thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's. I guess I shouldn't say it's like completely a mobile game thing. I think it's just a. It's definitely like a a popular tactic in mobile games to get to get people to log in each day. Because that's something that they that mobile games typically care about a lot is like their daily player count, and they want that to go up, not down. So Pokemon Go has actually done the same thing. Uh, there's like the log whenever you each day you have uh, the first Pokemon you catch and the first Pokestop you go to, uh, you get like a little extra reward. And at at the end of seven days, uh, if you have seven days in a row, you get even more. So like it's a pretty popular thing to do. But anyway, Hearthstone has not done that before, to my knowledge. So mm-hmm. this is kind of kind of new ground for them, um, and some of the rewards were like it was like a, a free pack and stuff. So they're pretty good rewards, um, and you know I, I mean I pre-ordered uh, some packs for the new expansion because Hearthstone is just obviously like kind of kind of my go-to over time when I'm just bored and I want something to play. So um, I really wanted to play more uh, Battlegrounds, but I just didn't get around to it. So I'm hoping to be able to play that more this week. Because uh, it seems like people have been having a lot of fun with that. Yes. All right. I'm going to segue right off of that, and I'm going to go. You know, I'm not going to go last. I'm done going last. I'm going second, Ooh. boys. I'm just taking Great control. Tradition. I turn you on, Katie, when I just take control like this. How do you feel? Oh yeah, it's, it's making yeah. me feel some kind of way. I bet. Um, well, I, <laughs> I was going to say this is me getting back at you for using the word pre-come on my. <laughs> anyway that's a whole nother thing was that anyway, not good was that, that not was okay? good no your description was great but i just wasn't ready for it i guess okay, but, um, okay. anyway uh no but speaking of battlegrounds brad i've been playing a shit ton of that and uh nice i know brad's been playing you've been playing a decent amount too right brad battlegrounds. oh yeah it's uh so i i take so last week i was kind of a little bit lukewarm on it and I think the reason for that was I hadn't I hadn't necessarily I turned the corners maybe not the right thing but I hadn't put as much time into it um, as I have now and now having spent actually how many hours do I have in it I'm gonna look that up right now Battlegrounds I have 28 hours so I mean not wow. like an insane amount but that's like I mean, that's, that's a decent that's a lot for a game that's only been out like a week yeah yeah, yeah. and it's uh. It's really, really good. It's really good. It's different than H1Z1. I think kind of the comparisons, and it kind of gets old people come in and they go, is this the H1Z1 killer? Is, you know, is should I get this game? Blah. Like, it is, it's a decently high price point at $30 for an alpha like or a beta. I understand. Um, but the bones of it, and I think we said this last week too, but the bones of it are so good already. And they, they actually recently did a couple updates. And their big update, they kind of gave their... Um, what they're planning to uh, work on, obviously optimization is, is number one, but all the game modes, there was, uh, they did like a five hour stream with player unknown himself who was saying like, this is the stuff we're planning to add and all that. Um, and so, it, and it sounds like they're going to continue, you know, they know that they have a formula that's really going to be successful, but they're going to be adding a lot of good stuff to it. But, but at its core, when you're, I think the game really shines in duos. I, I think that's probably the the best mm-hmm. part of it. Solos I, I have fun with, but it gets really, 
um, can get really frustrating because once you get into the top uh, 20 or top 10, you know, the game, it gets really tense, but um, you know, it's a lot of luck and a lot of, you know, good positioning and stuff. And even then sometimes when you feel like you're doing everything you can, you just get unlucky, but that's the nature have, of these have games. Have you seen more camping but, in, uh, in singles um, versus duos? It's hard to say. I would say, yeah, in general, uh, duos or I'm sorry, singles do seem to have more camping, but you can get camped in duos too. People will wait. Yeah. You'll, you'll like go to an area, no doors will be open and you'll be like, everything's fine. And then you'll go upstairs and you still get that. But I mean, that's part of the gameplay is definitely a lot slower and, mm-hmm. and caters to be more careful. So I, I think like part of, part of that is you play it, like you learn to be a lot more careful and then not take like, just basically you, you know, you won't even loot an area if you're like, well, we're in the top 20 and we're within the circle at the edge. Like there's going to be people just waiting around for people to walk in. Um, but the gunplay in, in the game is definitely what keeps me coming back. The gunplay is so, so good and satisfying and the whole attachment system and kind of, you know, upgrading your gear as you go, getting an, a four X scope and all that. Um, it's really good. I can't like, I'm, I didn't get really to play any this weekend, but I'm really looking forward to, uh, to play more this week. Cause, um, there's, I, I won my first solo, uh, it was a while, it was a little while ago, I think since the last time we played, we had the cast, but it was super exhilarating. Had a lot of top ten finishes, only one solo win. Uh, duos. That's pretty good though. You've gotten a win. Yeah, yeah. And it was. And I, I've almost had another win too. I had one game where I was. I loaded up. It was super late at night, but I was tweaking some settings to make it run better. And I was like, I'll just test them out. I get nine kills and finish second. It was like a really intense game, but it was like wasn't one that I was expecting to win. But um, it's just it's really good, but it's different. It's different than H one Z one. It's not. It's it's not the same. It's definitely a lot less arcadey um the pace is slower but i think i don't want to argue that it's more rewarding but it definitely rewards like careful cautious play um but also being aggressive when you need to and it's it's when you do get into the top 10 or you do win um you just feel like you you feel like you earned it it doesn't feel it doesn't feel random i'm not saying h1z1 i don't have as much experience with that game so i can't say that if, when you win an H1, you just feel like, well, I outrandom them. You have still have to make good decisions. But in this game, it's so, so important about when you decide to take fights. Do you have a silencers on your guns? There's just so many other variables, I feel like, because of the attachment system um, that kind of give it a lot more depth than something like H1, where in like H1, yes, there's a lot of strats and um, you got you got to be careful and play the game smartly if you're going to win. But you can also be a lot more aggressive in that game. Uh, whereas like in this game, if you take shots to somebody or a team and you're by yourself and you miss them, it's like, you're probably going to die, especially if you're in the top, uh, top 20 or top 10. Um, just because, uh, you just, it's a lot more punishing. So I don't know, Brad, how do you feel about like, do you agree with what I'm saying? What has been your experience with playing the game too? We played a little bit together at one point. Yeah, we did. Um, you know, I've, I've been playing a lot of fours just cause like a lot of my friends have been picking it up. And it's it's pretty rough. Um, I'm forgiving. I think I think optimization is definitely where should be their top priority at this point. Because I don't know, I'm just getting sick and tired of like going near any town and my frames are under 60. Yeah. No, that's definitely a, a huge issue. Yeah, that's super frustrating. And everybody um, gets that, regardless of you know, it's not rig based. It's it's total optimization. Like. Um, cause I was wondering, cause I was watching, you know, a lot of streamers, like someone's playing it. A lot of people are playing this game. And so mm-hmm. like, I was like, it looks like his game's running better than mine. And then as soon as he got near one of the towns, it's, yeah. the it's just a fucking, it's just chugs at like 30 or whatever. And that's yeah, a huge, and I, huge issue. I, I mean, by no means too, like 
I have a GTX 1070 and I'm getting right. yeah. like probably on average like 45 frames per second, like near a city mm-hmm. or something. You yeah. Know? Exactly. Sometimes less if it's, if it's, I don't know, maybe a fight's going on or something, but that can, what, that uh, can really, Oh, go ahead. What settings is that on? I'm just curious. Uh, I think I had everything on like, well, actually I haven't noticed much of a difference on anything from like, like if I run everything low to like maybe if I run everything on ultra, like there needs to be a lot of things done for optimizations. Um, so that oh, is really? with, okay. yeah, that is with um, everything on ultra besides shadows and foliage. Cause I found out that uh, um, yeah. if, if you have your foliage turned up and like you think you're hiding in something and like you think people can't see you, well, <laughs> yeah, they can if see they you. have it, if they have it turned down, they can definitely see you. So it's yeah. like, oh, wow. it's definitely a gameplay advantage. I've mind, I learned that too. The same thing. I was like, I got that way down. Yeah. So, um, and so I don't know. I think my thing is, uh, so, so performance aside though, but like what I'm saying though, what I'm curious, like actual base, like the reason I'm excited about this game is the, the, the core of it, right. When let's say you're not, you know, when you're playing the game and we're not worrying about performance because outside of the city stuff, I generally get like, yeah, it's it's all right. I get I'm getting over 100 frames most of the time. So I, like that that I hope will be obviously fixed. That said that's what they they said they're working on that as like one of their number one or their number one priority. What do you think of like the actual mechanics and stuff and the stuff that separates it from H1 and the slower pace? I think well, I think I think the biggest thing is um like for the hours I've put in, I'm still mm-hmm. learning like some of the some of the gunplay. Like I just yep. picked up like a a car with with a eight eight times scope for the Mm -hmm. first time. And I was like, I was in a really crucial moment when I needed it. And it was like, okay, I got to learn this as I go because like they don't, there's no, there's no open range or anything for you to test weapons at other than like the loading screen, but you're lucky to even pick up a weapon if you load late. Um, Right. um, I don't know. I feel like it's pretty well balanced. You know, when I, um, when I get into H1, it's, it's hard wanting it's 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 not exactly fun i guess because like the spawn they give you is can really make or break your game where like, i was just gonna say like as much as we talked about this a bit but the whole picking your own spawn thing is a lot of people thought that was gimmicky i feel like at the beginning but, but it, that is a whole huge... layer of strategy in no, it, and, it's, it's, and it's nice that's, that's what i mean about the depth of this game is like beyond the attachments and everything that add a ton of depth the yeah you're totally right like jumping being able to choose when you jump out because especially like you can pretty much get depending on your trajectory obviously you have a limited amount of spaces but you can glide for a while and like you're pretty much once you know the map depending on when you get out you're going to be able to get somewhere that's going to have a lot of loot especially once you learn the map so and deciding when like am i going to go early am i going to wait um people are going to be there maybe if i wait too long yeah like you said that adds a huge layer of strategy which i think is uh I don't know. Like I said, I think that was kind of downplayed to be uh, by a that lot. To me, people. feels like one of the biggest differences between Battlegrounds it and H1Z1. That it is really big. does change the beginning of the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, again, but but when I say H1, like when people say H1Z1 killer and all that kind of stuff, what do you think about that? I think there's two. Di- I think there's two different. Well, the only reason why I'm playing H1 right now is like I, I played like last night after having a couple of rough rounds of like battlegrounds and it, it was strictly performance like it, because when yeah. i got into when i got into h1 
I think I played three games with my friend, and uh, one of them we had it with the actually two of them I think we had with cheaters. So one mm. uh, one person like wasn't getting any damage, and like his his armor and stuff wasn't being blown off or whatever. And then like um, another one, this guy was like literally levitating and like uh, <laughs> speed speed hacking like and you couldn't shoot him so i mean like and that was pretty much it for us we were like well we're done with this game but it was it was we got into it because it was like oh my god the frames are so nice but then uh the hit registration you know the the crafting uh the way gas is done or whatever you want to call it like the barrier it just was like okay i want to go back to battlegrounds I, i i could see it as um I don't, I don't know if it's going to kill the game, but it's definitely going to convert a lot of people. Like I think if it goes on sale and they try it out, like, mm-hmm. cause I was looking at the stats, it, the player base has not dropped in H one mm-hmm. um, s- since the game came out. Yeah. Um, because I think a lot of those players are playing battlegrounds and they're, they're coming back for something. And I'm not sure what that is, but <clears throat> I don't know. That's what I mean is that I, I don't think that either game is going to cannibalize each other. Necessary because they're 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 too different uh, to me. Not that like I think I think it's gonna force like when like the whole spec client stuff and H one coming out and them announcing that and stuff, mm-hmm. I think there's certain things that Battlegrounds is forcing, but they're also but they're also different. I mean to be honest, like I haven't had any desire to go play H one after playing Battlegrounds after I feel like I turned the corner as far as understanding a lot of the gunplay and the map and stuff like that and my own strategies for stuff that I like doing. Uh, but that doesn't mean that I'm never going to go. But like I'm, I, I don't know if the update came out for H. Is it this week that they're? I think they're supposed to release the. I think a it's lot supposed of to be. Yeah. yeah. So I'm definitely going to try it out again, and and hopefully it's improved, and I'll and I'll enjoy it, and it'll be a kind of a different, you know, faster pace. It's a different game and more arcadey. But I think they're both going to be. I think it's just you're going to have two games that are going to be huge. And a lot of people are also saying that Battlegrounds, while well, it's still the honeymoon stage, and I agree to a certain point, but I don't. I. I think it's I think it's beyond a honeymoon thing. The game is good enough and is competent enough and it's in you know and it's so early on as far as like it's it's cycle of it being available for everyone that that I guess like I'm saying that gives me a lot of hope that it's going to continue to just improve and all that stuff with performance gets fixed. Um I don't, I don't because think it's a very competent game. I don't think there is going to like I don't think honeymoon phase applies I think to games that that feel like there's going to be hype around it and then it's going to die down. But I think that Battlegrounds is a competent enough shooter, like you were saying already, to turn into kind of a stable streaming game. Like people will keep coming back to it um, because at least from what I've played in the the beta, there wasn't anything game-breaking where I was like, oh, I'm not going to play this until they fix this. Um, Right. So I think that people are going to be still playing it throughout early access because it's you know it it doesn't have it doesn't have what I think of as like early access bugs at least not that I noticed. No, I mean I, I think most of the frustration I agree with Brad would come down to, um, like performance stuff where you're just like okay I'm annoyed that I died there or I was fighting in a city and I got a super huge slowdown on my PC. Well, it's feeling like the the thing to note too is like in early access like the servers were perfect i mean like when you pressed yeah. f it was like you're picking sure. stuff up instantly and stuff sure. like that now that it's just being hammered i imagine from yeah. the amount of people playing like yeah. it's it's sure. actually kind of it can be frustrating when like you're at a crucial moment and you're trying to pick something up or yeah, swap like, something out <laughs> and sure it just screws you over um 
I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Well, you sound like you're the verdict's out. I can't get a straight answer out of you. You sound like a like like you're between two girlfriends and you can't. Because I'm trying to. You're so I made like it, non-committal to like if you. Like I made it. it I made it. I made it clear that like I will play wherever my friends are playing. That, like I'm not gonna. I'm probably not gonna solo this very often. Right. Um, I am 100% sold and happy with my purchase. I okay. Don't get me wrong. That's that's fair. That's but um, like I said, what's going to get me to convert convert 100% to player unknowns is like is if my friends are converting as well. And mm-hmm. so there's there's still like, and I feel like a lot of people are are in this in between. Um, and yeah, but I'm I'm happy with it. I mean, for for now, I could uninstall H1 right now, um, especially after this after this last cheating scenario that still hasn't been fixed. Um, mm. Is it rampant you know, right now or whatever? People are just cheating everywhere? What's... It, well, as far as I know, it's been happening for a long time. Like, this is not my first experience with cheating. And, um, you mm-hmm. know, like I saw on our live stream fail, some, some dude had a speed speed hack, mm-hmm. and his name was uh, literally, like, speed runner, runner, and he was just going around <laughs> saying, like, beep, beep. And then, like, <laughs> killing people. So, I mean, like, I mean, so it's obviously a problem, but they're not really doing much there where I don't feel cheated and, or I, I don't see any crazy cheating in, in, uh, in player unknown. So, I don't know. Gotcha. Okay. Well, that's cool. Yeah. And that was a bit, that was the high, I mean, that was the main thing. I played, I played a lot of that, uh, just a ton of that this week and also some Counter Strike. So, um, I will defer over to you, Katie, and then we'll go to Brad since I know you played Battlegrounds too. So, yes, yeah, I, I played a little bit of Battlegrounds. Definitely not as much as you guys have. Let me let me check. Yeah, only ninety minutes time played in <laughs> Battlegrounds. Oh, so. okay. I mean, uh, yeah, from what I can tell, um, like I, it's it doesn't really seem like a game I would play in solo. Like I am just so garbage at it right now. Like I'll. I've played a couple solo games where I've had a pretty good, you know, setup. I'd be in a house waiting. I'm well inside the ring. And then I'll, I'll think I'll, I'll know that this is the objective right way to play. Like I'm safe. I'm set. I've gotten kills of people going into this little area and I've run up on them and surprised them. But then that little part of me is like, you know what? I'm not going to be a pussy. I'm going to run around and then I'll go out into the woods and then I'll get shot from someone miles away. So, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I'm just garbage at the game. I'm sure if I get, um, uh, once I, you know, practice some more, I, I do really enjoy playing it with uh, other people. Like when we played APL, uh, so yeah, I, I really want to, yeah. uh, get more into it because it, it seems like the kind of game that I really want to, you know, learn the, the workings of, but, um, really don't see any, uh, yeah, the, the frame rate and just the overall, like the movement of H1, I haven't played the game, but it looks like more attractive in that aspect, but as far as you know, like stability and like the lack of bugs and cheaters, you're right. It's you know, Battlegrounds is the way to go. Um, yeah, one thing I will say, one more thing on Battlegrounds is that it's solo is can be boring or frustrating at times, but it's really good if you're new to the game and you have some time and you really want to learn the gunplay and you want to learn the maps and stuff like that and you don't mind just trying shit out. And if you have to requeue instantly, whatever, is play a lot mm-hmm. of solos and that'll that'll teach you the game pretty fast. To be honest, that that for me was like. Um, just grinding out like I had a couple hours one night and I was just like I'm just gonna play solos and try like different guns and the scopes and all that kind of stuff and tr- like check out where areas to loot and that kind of helps you turn the corner on that game pretty pretty quick so even if it's mm-hmm. not gonna be your I think it shines in duos and teams but 
it's it's good to to just kind of grind that out and i feel like you kind of get a better handle on the game pretty fast okay sure sorry go ahead yeah yeah i'll try that out some more definitely want to get into that but uh, other than that uh save the big thing for last but i played this game called microgons which we talked about last week it's that chess game where the pieces all have those abilities oh yeah uh, that game actually that was that game was only five dollars i picked that out day one started playing it and i actually i'm like four hours into it i've really been enjoying it it's really uh there's some pieces that have some abilities that i think would be like there's this one piece that you can uh, it moves like a bishop and uh i mean all the pieces have like health bars and so you can bishop right next to a king, and then it can use an ability to poison it, where every turn it'll take damage, and it can stack. So, but there and there are things like that, and there's like this piece that's basically a bishop that can just do twenty damage from up to like a three block radius around it, which is pretty nuts. It's kind of balanced in that you have like you know, sort of ability points you have to spend that you can you can get back only one a turn. But uh, for all the things like that that are kind of like sketchy pieces every single game I've played has been really, really close. Like, and mm. coming from, you know, someone who loves chess, it's, there's really a lot of potential with this game. But what sucks is that, you know, day one, I got a couple matches and ranked. The, the day two I play, I check the leaderboard. I'm eighth place on the worldwide leaderboard. <laughs> and I'm thinking, <laughs> Dang, well, that's dude. odd. Impressive. I've got, th- I've got mm. 13 MMR. I'm in the division known as Wood. One step below bronze, <laughs> and then uh, then I jump into ranked, and I'm just unable mm. to get any matches at all. So the player base mm. right now for this game sucks. Yeah, that's the biggest flaw with this game. Is just I don't know if it was just poor marketing. I haven't seen a single trailer for this anywhere. I mean, putting has, some money in something like that. It has thirteen but, reviews. So I mean. Yeah. yeah, it's only 13 Steam Kitty, reviews. you should take this upon and, yourself. You enjoy this game. You have a certain amount of pull. Get You're right, yeah. Podcast. I mean, you're on the podcast right now. Say the game again. Say Listen, people. Here's Listen another thing. People. Yeah, I was thinking about make Yeah, I was thinking about making a game a video called like Microgons. Please play this game. Like not even buy it. Just Well, actually what ended <laughs> up happening is, happening is uh less than only like a couple days after being on Steam at $5, they actually yeah changed it to free-to-play and mm. they they have one of the worst free-to-play models like i could think of it's it's free-to-play and the thing is if you there are 24 pieces total like you pick six different pieces for your your board on your team and there are 24 total in the free-to-play version you only get access to 12 of the 24 pieces and if you want to use the other 12, you have to buy the 499 all characters back, <laughs> which mm-hmm. I, I'm not sure if that's pay to win because I think the game's pretty balanced, but that's that's more than half the characters of the game you can't use without dropping some cash. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's a little sketchy. But uh, other than that, I've really been enjoying it. The, well, another gripe is uh, there's no local uh, multiplayer. You can only go online with other people, so that, that's kind of a really missed opportunity, I think. But uh, yeah, the game's really good. It's called Microgons. It's on Steam. Hit me up. I'll 1v1 any day. Whoop anyone's ass. Any day of the week. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no, but um, yeah, the game's really good. Uh, but other than that, the main thing I played this week, uh, which which inspired a legendary stream, uh, Dark Souls 3's mm-hmm. final 
DL- <laughs> Dark Souls yes. 3's final DLC, yes. The Ring Tell City, us about dropped. it. Tell us about it. This Holy is your, this is your chance. shit. Let's go. I'm not going to lie. The stream was lit, dude. Watching you do that final boss. Woo! Oh, yeah, yeah. It was... Yeah, it was great. It was... um. It, it absolutely made up for the first DLC. Uh, it's well, it's to give you kind of an idea. This is the second of two DLCs that are part of a season pass. They're both priced the same. The first DLC mm-hmm. is only one area with one boss capitalizing or uh, f- capping that area, and then one more optional boss to find. It's like it's the biggest area of the series. And the boss has three phases, which so much budget went into that final boss, that first DLC. Mm -hmm. But overall, you could beat all of it in three hours, and it's $15. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so a lot of people were not happy with that. Yeah, so that's where my expectations for The Ring City, the second DLC, were kind of of small. Uh, I mean, one thing, and this just made everything so much better, is that I was looking at trailers. I wasn't watching... I wasn't watching the trailers. I wanted to see the comments. I wanted to see what people were thinking. And people are saying like, oh, this looks meh. Just like the first DLC. God, I hope we get more than two bosses this time. But uh, yeah, after after playing it, instead of taking me uh, four hours like the first DLC, it took me a good uh, 12 hours to see all the content in the Ring City. That's pretty but good. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, it's not bad. And it's what boggles my mind is it's it's the same price. And instead of two bosses, yeah. there are there are four bosses. It's on this almost the same level of content as uh, Artorias of the Abyss for the first uh, Dark Souls. Well, yeah, somewhere around there. Uh, but yeah, two huge areas to explore. Some really good fan service with a certain character uh, with like a cutscene you can get from doing a certain. It's um, I mean I won't spoil it here. But yeah, the bosses are all really well done. Um, and the the final boss, uh, not the one that you saw, APL, but the final boss of the, the DLC yeah. of Dark Souls, because this is going to be like the last content for Dark Souls, was mm. absolutely incredible. And I really enjoyed that. So, yeah. And then they also cool. uh, they were added a couple new maps for the uh, the ranked matches you can play. Well, I don't, I don't think it's ranked, but the PvP matches you can play. Also, I didn't know about this, but they added this troll weapon where uh, it's... You have you have two great shields that are just doors, and so it's a giant door that you hold around, and you can just bash people with this giant door and push them. So that that's an amazing addition. But uh, I mean, yeah, it was great. There are only a couple times. There's this one area where um, this certain enemy is uh, shooting you, and it's like floating in the sky. There's there's no way you can shoot it with like bow and arrows or a bow and arrow or like any kind of ranged weapon. It's, it's such a high health bar, uh, hard to hit and it can one shot you super fast. And the way to get rid of that, it's kind of like a, they want you to play it stealthily where you like hide behind Like it has animations of like waiting to like, you know, not see you anymore, or lose sight of you, which is kind of like a first for dark souls, but it really, I don't really think it worked because the way you get rid of it was um, there's a certain enemy uh, that you find like later on in that area that you kill that makes the the enemy the flying enemy attacking you go away. But having to basically, I'm gonna go into some super Dark Souls lingo here, so bear with me. Bloodborne, there's that guy Jira. He was on the Gatling gun shooting you, but uh, the area you were in was filled with buildings and walls to hide from him from. Basically, take that 
and put it into Blight Town from Dark Souls 1, which was a super open swamp that could poison you, and there were very little areas to hide from. That's kind of what it felt like. So it was kind of bullshit. But uh, yeah, other than that area, I, I give I would give it a good eight out of ten. This DLC, some pretty nice stuff. Are you but, happy uh, with your full Dark Souls three experience there? Yeah, your, both saying. DLCs, oh, everything. Oh, for sure. I mean, don't get me wrong. The first DLC, it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't bad. It was just really short. What do you think though? But I mean, because because do you just think it was the first DLC? Do you think they rushed it or like what do you? How do you? Say that you could finish the first DLC in three or five hours, and then you get a twelve slash fifteen hour DLC for the same price. Like, how do you? I don't know. What do you think? What do you think went on there? Um. Well, let me see. Um, it kind of made me think of. So for Bloodborne, they originally planned on doing two DLCs for that game, also, right. but uh, for that, they kind of merged. Um like both of them together for one uh, expansion. Mm-hmm. And it kind of feels like that's what they should have done for both of these, yeah. uh, both of all of this content, because um, uh, the, the DLC does follow a certain story of one character. And like these, um, like it does follow a, a storyline instead of being its mm-hmm. own isolated, like uh, content. So right. it, it is kind of, uh, I wouldn't say essential, but it is important that, that you play the first DLC, you know, before you play, um, you know, the ring city. But um, right. I mean, ultimately, how it's split up, I think it does feel a little forced into, uh, you know, like making two co- pieces of content to uh, space out. But um, I, I appreciate that they took the time, the time to. I mean, both pieces of DLC feel very distinct. In where the first one, you're going inside that snow painting and the Ring City. Uh, I mean, I can't even describe the setting of that one, but um. Yeah, so they feel distinct enough that it feels like it doesn't feel rushed at all. It feels like they separated it kind of uh, uh kind of um not sure what the word I'm looking for is, but they separated it poorly, but they I think so, yeah. But they were able to take each vision and fully elevate it, even though you know there wasn't a lot of content in the first time. I think one. I think you're having I think you're just your your brain is is slowly coming to accept that Dark Souls that it's over. That it's, I know, is, man. It's, I, it's it's tough to wrap my head around because um, how many times have you masturbated in the fetal position since finishing the last DLC for Dark Souls? Oh, like, I've be I've been unable to. I mean, I was I didn't have the webcam on. <laughs> Not even on with the stream. tears. Not even. I told you, get in the fetal position, dude. It, it does. <laughs> no. I mean, I don't know about during the stream. Like, I had the webcam off for a reason. Yeah, but ever true. since I finished it, just the thought of I don't I don't know what the future is going to hold. You know, I, 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 they might make a Bloodborne 2. I really hope not because that game is pretty, you know, self contained pretty well. Okay. Because Miyazaki was talking about, you know, he says Dark Souls is done, but right. I think Dark Souls is done as in this series is over. Bloodborne is pretty much not Dark Souls in his eyes, I think. Mm-hmm. Where okay. I think we'll get another game with, you know, this gameplay, this kind of storytelling, this kind of, you know, uh, figuring out the story through, you know, item descriptions, all the soul stuff, but, and maybe another game. I think we'll see more of those, but I'm pretty happy that um, they, they're letting dark souls go because like, I remember sitting on my leather couch watching, um, Oh, what's her face on the, the spike VGA awards announced dark souls Two, just thinking, what the fuck, what are they going to get out of this? And then they made a third one. So I think they've, 
I think they've done all they can with this this sort of setting, and I'm happy with I'm happy for them to uh, kind of break away in the future. Hopefully, they make something very different. Well, I personally, I want Cyberpunk Souls. I I would I would spend okay. infinite <laughs> money on that. Fuck you. So just to say, yeah, just to segue out of of that over to Brad, I was going to say the only person that's more happy than you that the Dark Souls franchise you know has come to an end at least right now for what for what we understand is brad <laughs> uh that's the only other yeah. person that's that's as excited and i hope um, they don't come out with the bloodborne like <laughs> jesus okay okay of course but that's we good okay, have I'm glad. Opinions. yeah you know i'm glad that you felt like you were happy with it that's good i'm glad it's good to end on a good note like you wouldn't have wanted the, oh, for the, sure. the dlc to be you know trash and then that's a real sour note to leave in everybody's mouth so that's good. Yeah, uh, all right, Brad. We're, we've been going long on this su- subject because Katie talked about Dark Souls for two hours. But no, I'm kidding. I also talked about that. <laughs> uh, but go ahead and uh, hit me with what you've been what you've been playing. I know we talked about Battlegrounds already, but well, I was I was trying to play um, Mass Effect Andromeda. <laughs> yeah, but I can't get back into it, man. Yeah, I just I got through. I don't know. I don't know if it's the games, like if it's not for me or something, but it's just not grabbing me, and I. I can't keep playing it. I might, I might try again, um, uh, but but right now it's I'm not feeling it. Um, I have not heard okay. good things about that game. You know what? It's it's actually okay. I would, as it stands, I would give it like personally, uh, like a seven out of ten. Um, Says the guy who can't bring himself to play it again. <laughs> well, I recognize, I, I recognize. I recognize. I recognize it's a problem with me and the way I play games, though. Okay. Like, is, it though th- is it though in this case with this game? Is it- I well, it's it's not. It's, there's a lot of downfalls and things that could be improved upon, but I know for right. the fans and the people that are really into the, like the those kind of RPG games, like uh, I think they'll take a lot more from it. I'm trying to I'm trying to you know step back and and. Uh, you know, when I give a seven out of ten, I would, I would, that's that's a rating I would probably give for, you know, a, in general. Um, but yeah, I think, yeah, I, I might try to get back into it. I think I'm also going to try and get back into Rainbow Six. I've been watching some streams on that, and it just it looks like they've improved so much on that game. Um, I hope I'm not too late for getting back into it. Um, Never too late, dude. Never yeah, and, Rainbow Six. But my, I'm preparing myself, and I was gonna ask you, Katie Zen, um, if you are ready for this Thursday for Rust. Um, oh. Because oh. the first Thursday of every month is when the official servers reset, and it is go time. Oh. So this oh, Thursday shit. is is like. My my whole group, which I I, I added Katie Zen. Well, I believe Brandon did too. I added Katie Zen as a Facebook friend, which was a unique experience on its own. I did uh, too. <laughs> I got that Katie Zen Facebook ad, dude. And let me tell you, I went lurk McLurkerson. Oh god, that boy! <laughs> let so... me tell you, Katie, I uh, finished like twelve times that night. <laughs> I uh, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of embarrassing photos on there. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of I mean, I've been on there since I was 13 years old. So no, I know. Dude, there was a treasure trove. But I want you to know that I respect the sanctity uh, of the Facebook ad, and I would never use any of those photos against you, okay? So you don't have to worry about it. Brad, on the other I hand, that it. is a risky-ass ad that you would add, Brad, <laughs> yeah. because 
he has i don't think he has any of the restraint that i do so good luck <laughs> yeah i think the memes uh, have they been created yet brad are you working on you know we'll see what happens now I'm I know just, I can never just... really defect from KB mod because I have so much incriminating <laughs> shit against me. <laughs> but yeah, sorry, go ahead, Brian. Uh, but, um, yeah, I'll have to definitely jump on there with you and uh, and take yeah. over. Yeah, so... like, there's no better time than that to really like start making fortresses and shit like that, right? Yeah, right. to experience to experience mm-hmm. Rust in the way that the developers really intend it to be played. It's oh, just okay. unfortunate. It's just unfortunate that you chose to play with my stupid friends and myself, but um, <laughs> I think, I think it'll be a good experience to at least do through like one wipe of just uh, grinding out like clan gameplay on rest. Um, so okay. all my buddies are, all my buddies are getting ready. Um, we've purposely been holding out on rest just to get ready for the wipe because when we play, we, we play quite a bit so um yeah it'll be interesting that's that's happening this week i'll, I'll let you guys know how it goes next episode um, cool cool but uh hopefully you will too katie's in but um <clears throat> yeah i'll see if i can jump on yeah for sure um cool but yeah that's it for me all right well i think that's we're gonna say, move on um, here go ahead uh, no no don't even no no go ahead you can't just interject say... and then you can't back out. I know. Now. I was going to ask if you think that Rust on the first Thursday of every month is the Dark Souls of FPS games. Oh, my. And then I realized what a dumb thing to say. Well, <laughs> it's out there you now. You become everything but... you hate. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Dang, dude. Would you say it's like Dark Souls with guns and bone clubs? <laughs> Good God. Wow. It's like Dark Souls right. with rocks. Can I, Brad, can I just ask you, because this write-up's beautiful, do you mind if I read this in my most cheesy promo voice? Because this is... I, I actually weird. didn't write it. Uh, oh, who wrote this? Did uh, Brent? Ch- no, Chad or Andrew oh. from KB oh, Chad. Band, so. Okay, thank you, Chad. This is beautiful. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go for it then, because this is, this is a nice little well, Scott, uh, why don't you tell us what's going on in KB Mod? You know what, Brandon? I will. Okay. Your boy Capsar brought us another editorial in his policy and game series, a look at tech policy and the gaming world. This time he covered the recent happenings surrounding internet privacy and what our ISPs selling our browsing history actually means. We then had a whopping four review articles come out. First, Tim took a look at the first proper hockey game on PC in many years, Old Time Hockey. He also gave us his thoughts on the next installment in a stealth series, Sticks. Sticks, Shards of Darkness, and Beat Cop. He enjoyed one of these and didn't enjoy the other, but y'all motherfuckers need to check out the site if you want to know which is which. Finally, resident cool dad Zoot Gawkins, a.k.a. Zima, a.k.a. Zoom Gawker, a.k.a. Zoomar, played the most recently released Vikings Wolves of Midgard and gave us the come down on all good and bad. Check out all these exciting published articles on kbmod.com Wow, that's pretty good. We just need the music. Yeah, we just have to, you know what, I'll put a bed of music under that one. Put that in the post. Before you read it, we need the audio clickbait. Kind of the teaser. The teaser there. I didn't really do a real voice until, or try to do a real voice to the end, but yeah, I'll commit next time harder. But that was good. That was a good write-up. Thank you for doing that, Chad. And there you go. So some good stuff. The the policy and game uh, series that Capstar is doing is really interesting. Like, if you want to break down on the whole internet privacy if you wanna, stuff, uh, if really you want to, if you want to cry and uh, 
yeah that's true and, and slowly weep about our uh our disappearing privacy here in the united exactly. states exactly so yeah thank you thank uh thank you for writing that chat keep and that voice going like... for uh talking about some april fool's jokes that we oh got the, yes uh, that we oh, got the most man. laughs out of my god i just love april fools and we've got a hot list coming right at you here right now brad i believe you put most of these in here we start with a twitch status why don't we, why don't we just talk about like let's let's each pick our favorite ones or something or like our okay. favorite and worst because some of these are just i mean i don't know they're fine but uh i'll go i'll go okay. with mine because uh this was a twitch one so it happens to be right. the first one on the list but it's also the one i thought was funny because here's here's the thing I thought this was good because it fits like all of the it fits all the criteria of a good April Fool's joke, which is like it doesn't really harm anyone. It's kind of yeah. funny, you know. Like it's basically just a day to be like, "Ha, huh, that's that's kind of a dumb thing to do." Uh, so for one day, we uh, on Twitch we replaced <laughs> the cheer motes, which are the the polygonal uh, gifs in chat mm-hmm. when you uh, when you cheer in a channel, mm-hmm. uh, and the actual. Like the actual uh, emotes are are really nice, like very very crisp uh, images, but these these got replaced with uh, with some different ones, some very some very artistic ones, uh, <laughs> being drawn in MS Paint. God, <laughs> I was very confused as to what was going on when I when I started streaming because I was like, did I like did I find? And then I was like, okay, no, I didn't fuck up. This has yeah. got to be. We had it we actually had good. a lot of people asking if we could just keep those ones from now on <laughs> permanent. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty good. I thought that was pretty it was good. It's, it's like low, good. E- right. it's, it's like it's low like effort, low nonchalant. Impact. Yeah, it's not. Uh, it doesn't really like. It doesn't hurt anybody. You know, you're right. And yeah. you, and you notice like it like you. The thing I like is that it's something that people just notice and they're like, "Oh, this is dumb." Instead of you having to make a big deal out of the fact that you did an April Fool's joke, those are the mm-hmm. ones I don't like. Right. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Another another good one I saw on Twitch was from uh, if you have better Twitch TV, uh, mm-hmm. all of those custom emotes uh, like lol or like haha, those were all changed to be some form of Pepe. Mm. So yeah, it was I did see like that. that's pretty depending funny. on how you look at it, it was either pure cancer. <laughs> or it was pretty. Or it was pretty funny. But, fantastic, uh, yeah, yeah, one of those. Um, and then, um, and then, um, what was it? They also changed. Uh, Fish moly was one of those, and it's just a giant mm-hmm. green slug of Pepe, and that was <laughs> that was the one I definitely saw spam the most by far. But yeah, that was a good one. Another, I want to talk about one real quick because I, I'm not sure if this is an April Fool's joke or not, but oh my god, okay. If, you're familiar with ukulele you know it's made by uh the same people that made banjo kazooie and donkey kong 64 so this happened to be published on april 1st it could be seen as a joke but uh there was a lot of legit effort put into this so they basically Mm. who 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 here is familiar with the 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 famous rap from donkey kong 64 the donkey kong rap the legendary song (laughs) It's great. They got the original singer of that back together and they created a ukulele rap. And now that that premise sounds pretty good. And while I really do appreciate, you know, the thought behind this and the, you know, the respect being paid, 
It is the most cringy thing I think I've ever listened to in 2017. <laughs> it's wow. it's a struggle okay. to I mean, make it through. I mm. mean, and I think that's why it was uploaded on first. So yeah, oh, but that's what's tricky about it. it. Doesn't it doesn't seem like it's um like it's a joke. It seems like it was just made badly. But here's the thing: if you upload it on April first. You get to pick, like, how people will perceive it. Oh. Either if it's really bad and people hate it, they're like, ah, this is just a gotcha. bad April Fool's yeah, joke. Yeah, no, it's smart that but way. But if it was You're... a real thing, then they just pass it off as an April Fool's joke. Mm-hmm. They're playing, they're okay. playing, yeah, they're playing the they're playing the game both sides. Yeah, I do love the comment section on this video. Just it's all Jontron. It's all politics. <laughs> you guys are a joke. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was a good one. There were, then, a couple, uh, there were a couple other good ones I saw. The The Witcher did a little one where they said they were gonna mm-hmm. they were gonna release a Geralt figurine, yeah. which is the the image of him in the bathtub. And again, <laughs> most you know, a lot of the comments are like, "Why does this have to be a joke? Let me buy this." Right? Yeah, like <laughs> I would yeah, totally buy that. Yep, <laughs> it's so good. Pretty sure PC Gamer uh, is very sad that that's not a real thing. They use they use that image on literally everything about CD Projekt Red. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the only other one that I noticed that I thought was really good. Well, Razer did one that was like like very high production value, which looked like it took a lot yeah. of effort. Uh, yeah. And so I guess that was that was kind of impressive. Um, and Google Maps did a pretty cool one uh, where if you just go to Google Maps on your phone. Uh, and wherever you are, like you can play Miss Pac-Man on the map you're looking at. So like the streets become <laughs> Pac-Man. Mm-hmm. It, it's honestly yeah. pretty impressive. Like again, that's mm-hmm. also a good April Fool's joke. If it's just like a a mini game or an Easter egg like that, uh, I thought that was pretty good. I yeah. think uh, Reddit usually does kind of uh, like experiments. Oh yeah, Reddit did the place r slash place. Yeah, yep. that was good. That was neat. And uh, did you see uh, Rocket League's kind of uh, fake news update? They, uh, they basically did one. And they said, um, we've gotten a lot of complaints that uh, our bronze, silver, and gold ranks aren't flavorful enough for Rocket League. So we have a new uh, ranking system. And it basically goes unranked to potato, then onion, then corn, then broccoli, then radish, purple cabbage, <laughs> and grand eggplant. <laughs> so that, that, was, that was a pretty good, just yeah, a funny, dumb little post. I was gonna say that's uh, that's pretty weak until Grand Eggplant. Like that, that's all right. Yeah, that takes it. Yeah, I really hope they incorporate Grand Eggplant somewhere. In there was the a. Future. Did you guys see any really bad ones? Um, worst, the worst one I saw was uh, was Hearthstone. Just literally like posted a fake card that was stupid. It like wasn't funny. It was. Oh uh, really? It was, <laughs> It was just pretty low effort, um, but that was that was dumb. I didn't really see, I didn't really see any other ones that uh, that actively you know, seemed seemed bad. Um, there was uh, there was this one guy who tweeted something about like a Netflix partnership about bringing this old series he did back that some people liked, but really it was just an insult to all of his fans, and he should be ashamed of himself. See, those uh, are those are I'll, always I'll bad. Names. Those are always bad. That's up there with like, haha! I, you know, my girlfriend's pregnant. Right. <laughs> yeah, just not good. 
the uh, the best one I've seen, which actually is some form of news in this uh, mm-hmm. this April Fool's joke. I'm I'm going on Steam, and all of a sudden I see eight bit Bayonetta on new releases, and immediately my dick is it grew several <laughs> sizes larger. And I click on it, and uh, Platinum uh-huh. Games has made this uh, this not too it's not too great. Basically, kind of like a an endless shooter. Uh, of like an 8-bit Bayonetta, like she's firing her guns and angels trying to kill her. And it's got this cool 8-bit uh, remix of, you know, the, the fight theme from the first game. And it, it's pretty, it's harmless. It was pretty, you know, it was cute. I played it for a little bit. But what's really cool is that after you unlock all of the achievements, uh, your reward is a link to a web page on Sega's website, which uh, is a countdown mm-hmm. with, for, you know, it's, I think it's eight days left right now with a, uh, with a darkened picture of Bayonetta in the background. So, and then my dick grew even more after seeing that. So like, I mean, that could be a few, I'm, I'm not thinking Bayonetta three and I, I don't think they're going to announce it this way, but I think we're going to see Bayonetta one and two on PC. So that would be, that would be fantastic. You get, uh, so those are, did you get sexual gratification from any other April fool's jokes? Um, that's how. That's how Katie's reading this is his sexual gratification. <laughs> just, not, yeah, just that resonated. <laughs> if if nothing came out, then it's just not even worth bringing up. <laughs> but uh, right. yeah, anything else? Well, luckily, luckily for us, April Fools fell on a Saturday this year, so I felt like yeah. it was pretty tame compared to a typical April Fools' Day, which was mm-hmm. actually quite nice. Because I feel like normally you basically can't read social media at all no normally for fool's day without without just just constantly being annoyed we were talking about that precast where um some companies were doing april fool's jokes as early as like saturday morning Um, i saw i saw someone friday friday morning that's what i meant yeah Yeah. um Mm -hmm. like people were trying to get those april fool's jokes in before they clocked out for the day because they didn't want to have to do stuff on saturday Yep. Yeah, we we I remember last year we were ranting about this because of how early. Like they always, it's like, come on, like stop, just do it on the day that it's meant for, and keep it confined to that. Like we don't need people getting that far ahead of the curve. No one's in the curve. No one's like, oh my god, dude, that would have been way way more impactful if they did it Friday. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like it's unneeded. It's way too try hard. It's definitely yeah, doing it doing it on a Friday. I feel like can. Uh... Definitely looks like you're trying to maximize like the you know the value you get out of it, like the the meme value or the social yeah. media reach or whatever it is you're you're optimizing for uh, with your social media you know April Fool strategy. But uh, but I don't know. This was pretty tame. I didn't see anything that really like. Normally, there's something that actually like offends offends me because it's so stupid. Uh, but I didn't really see any of that this year. But I also mm-hmm. wasn't looking very hard. Can you say meme value one more time so that I can clip that? Oh, I mean, me- meme value is a real thing. Perfect. That's that's all I that's, that's, that's all I need right there. Perfect. We can, we Thank can you, talk Ryan. about the philosophy on re- around meme. Oh no, value. I'm not saying it's not a real thing. I just love hearing you say meme and value <laughs> together. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's move on from April Fools onto and um, news that is not fake. Real. Yes. Exactly. Perfect segue. Uh-oh. We finally have. Well, it may it may sound fake, but it's it not. It sounds fake. fake, but it is it is the realest of real. Destiny Two yeah. 
which Woo! we had heard we had heard rumors. We were hoping yeah. Destiny Two, my friends, is coming to PC. On PC. Ooh. Pretty pretty exciting. Um you know, Destiny is a game at this point, after all of its DLC and you know the state of the game, I think most people really and a lot of people still uh, really enjoy Destiny and are really looking forward to the to the second one. And as somebody that uh, I guess I did, I didn't have a PS4 when it came out, but I guess I could play it, but just wasn't interested because it wasn't on PC, like I'm sure most of you guys. Uh, but it looked intriguing. I'm excited about this, though. It probably means, boys, that if I'm going to play Destiny two, you know that they're going to tie this. They're going to tie this to Windows ten, right? Like I, I'm mm. not going to play it on Windows seven. Mm. I didn't think about, about that. I didn't think about that wrinkle. But, uh... I know for me, I know for everybody else, you guys are all <laughs> fine. But for me, I'm just like, so I was like, oh, that's cool. I'm excited. I'm going to have to fucking upgrade. I am Do sure right Microsoft's now. business development team has already, yes. oh, has already no in contact. Yeah, there's just zero chance that uh, that's not going to be the case. But no, pretty exciting news was, was pretty big news uh, this week. And uh, Deej, uh, who is the community, like community manager and a guy that actually i did a video with back in the day um for machinima i think it was a pax prime where i went to bungie's studios and he kind of toured uh took me around and it was really cool um but anyway um deej had a destiny 2 roadmap tweet uh where they had the story reveal and then he said there's going to be a gameplay reveal in may beta this summer and then uh launch in september so that's that's pretty soon. Uh, that's yeah, it's coming up. It's pretty quick. It's not going to be uh, too long away. Are you guys excited about this? Uh, I'm. I don't think anybody here played the first Destiny, right? Am I? Right? Uh, I didn't. I never turned it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to notice a pattern with Brad and uh, games that aren't rust. No, I was. I was, <laughs> I was so pissed. I had no idea that the majority of, ga- of the game was like a grind fest. So you you finish like the story and like you finish it in a day. And then mm-hmm. basically, like the rest of the game, quote unquote gameplay, is like playing on the same map, just rehashed, just trying to get more gear. Right. Like I was so pissed because mm. it was like you thought it was going to be some open world. Well, I just uh, thought there was going to be more to the story, but I just like when I I basically finished it in one sitting, and then when I when it when I finished it, it was like what? Like mm. I mean, I don't know. I yeah, it, it's. Uh, I heard a lot of that, seems... and that's why I added the whole part where, like, now it seems like a lot of people have changed their tune if they stuck with it. But I think that turnoff was pretty common, like you're saying, Brad. People were like, what "I feel is like this? the the expansions maybe helped some of that, but uh, it didn't. It didn't seem like it was very content rich at the start. No. And I mean, it seems like Destiny has had a lot of. Uh, there's probably like a lot of internal stuff that we don't know about. You know, like the the development of Destiny and all that because. Originally, it was supposed to be, you know, like a ten-year game or something. Like they wanted, they wanted to turn it into a right. uh, an MMO style where they just basically Destiny is the game, and you just you're always playing Destiny, and it just keeps building on itself. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of in the way that you know World of Warcraft continues having expansions, but it's still World of Warcraft. Uh, but I guess they, you know, at some point they decided to just not do that and uh and break and make a destiny 2 so i mean i'm excited for it just because i i think it seemed like a lot of people liked destiny uh it seems like a game i would like 
because mm-hmm. uh you know well you I, like the grind too brand you play diablo like yeah you, i mean i i, I think you know mmos there is there is grinding in mmos like yeah uh i mean i remember playing planet side one back in the day like when you're talking about Ooh. fps mmo hybrids uh granted that was a long time <laughs> ago and i didn't i didn't really play planet side 2 a whole lot uh but i think there's i'm intrigued by you know an fps mmo idea and i don't think mm-hmm. that uh based on like what i watched and what i what i heard from people it didn't really sound like destiny fit the mmo moniker like it wasn't really an mmo like brad was saying uh but i think they will have to like they're going to have to make destiny 2 bigger and better and i think one of the obvious ways to do that is make it make it a little more open world make it you know especially if it's going to be on pc like i think there are bigger bigger opportunities you can have um and i don't know you know allow allow people to mod the ui allow people to you know mm-hmm. i don't know like there's just more they could do with it um so i'm excited i mean i you know we'll i'll probably wait and see similar to how i do everything else you know if they have like a closed beta or something i'll i'm certain i'll give it a chance um but we'll we'll see i'm just i'm just glad it's coming to pc it seems like a game that frankly always should have been on pc um yeah so i'm glad yeah. this one will be mm-hmm. all right and it remains to be seen will it make me upgrade my pc to windows 10 stay tuned <laughs> will this be we'll the see. one will this be the one because uh, I know you all are on the edge of your seat, but honestly, I've talked about it so much at this point that that would actually be that'll be the biggest guys. The week that I actually upgrade to Windows 10, whenever that be, God forbid it be soon. Hopefully not. Well, the funny very thing soon. is, you it, you ran It'll out of time, time for it to be free, so now you're gonna actually pay for I know. it. Microsoft, That's what I mean. Microsoft That's gets what I mean. you on both ends. <laughs> it's gonna be. I'm gonna be. Well, it's he's, be a sad he's still day. eligible for. One upgrade. And if you have a disability, you can get it for free. Okay. Well, I have a disability, <laughs> a mental disability, so I, I should have a free copy. I <laughs> should be fine. Um, all right. So this one's, uh, this is a story in regards to League of Legends. We don't talk League of Legends all that much, but we want to talk about this because um, it's important. I of think. the bigger story. Yeah. So policy. it's kind of an unusual policy. So League was banning players that were playing. Uh, characters uh, heroes whatever in a different way and they claim in this uh, post on the um on the forums that basically some of these players fell through the cracks uh of detection they claim their system's 99.9% you know whatever <laughs> players audited were correctly disciplined uh with their system uh so like intentional feeders bots cheaters rage quitters all that kind of stuff but they said in some very rare instances, players who chose extremely unusual picks, so you know, going against the meta or whatever else, could end up getting audited uh, as well through this through the system that they have. And when they dug deeper, they said it was usually the result of poor communication with their team that caused extreme frustration and pain. And basically, people that would report them would interpret this poor teamwork as intentionally trolling. Um, so anyway kind of an interesting what are your guys thoughts on on this even being something that you know well, it could sounds, be reported it, it sound, for because it's it it, like it's this nuanced. is not it sounds like it's it's tough for me to read this and really understand how severe they're talking because right. like they really the, try to downplay it quite yeah a bit. like in the in the high level meta you know there aren't that many uh heroes being played right. so 
like they they say in one of these bullet points they feel this will only happen to a few players a year right. that is literally what it says a few players a year um and so in if that's the case i'm curious why why even like why it even why it even more into a blog post or a, a forum post right um right. cuz that seems like you're literally they're they're going to if it happens they're going to lock the person's account the player will get a message to reach out to support and so like that just seems that seems crazy but if it's only happening to a few people a year i guess it's not right. a big deal i think the the uh maybe the philosophy is what feels weird to me that there's like this is not necessarily even a conduct issue it's like a you are you are choosing something so far off the meta that you potentially right. get temporarily suspended for it which i think no other game even i don't know i feel like no other game this isn't even an issue that crops up except i don't know maybe dota or other mobas uh that have the the that same kind of meta um, right but i think brad you had you had wanted to talk a little bit about like the analogy to maybe counter strike you know and you you're in competitive play and you pick a gun that is not used in the meta like would right would that same should that same kind of thing apply in in that way to other games? Uh, well, I just yeah, I just feel like like even Rainbow Six Siege, where your character choice like is so yeah. important, like the map and team play and balance and what the other team is doing. Like, I just feel like it is so strange to me that they're even banning people to begin with that are right. um, like playing a different character. Like, it's why is that a rule that they they can't challenge themselves to play something else? Um, I think the wordage here is that, um, you know, after review, we feel a 14-day ban for imperfect imperfect communication, and then in quotes, when there is a clear intent to win matches is right. too harsh, which I just feel like... Yeah, that, I mean, that seems clear to me. Yeah, right. I mean, obviously. But, but just like what spawned what spawned the discussion and the, the approval of, you know what, like this guy's playing a different character than normal. Let's give him two weeks on the ban hammer. Like, yeah. The just... fact that that even, if they're auditing these cases individually anyway, and then still, do you know what I mean? Like I, what I'm trying to figure out is once it goes through the audit, is this just, this isn't being reviewed by a person yet, or it is though, by the very nature, right? Like somebody's looking at this case. Well, somebody's clearly a reporting a user for like, Oh, this person's like playing, they're they're probably getting these from somebody like trying one champ as a main or something right, like exactly, that. Right, exactly. But I'm saying this is looked at. This is they aren't just banned off of off of a. Somebody actually has to look at each of these, right? And like you right. said, now they're auditing what that looks like. So, like you're saying, yeah. To me, the fact that a 14 day suspension, if the person can tell that this person is trying to win the game and he's just maybe not communicating or saying stuff to his teammates, yeah, like no no shit. That's way just, that's way too harsh. Like. I don't understand it's why that was even a policy. I don't even know why he's getting banned, though. Like, that's the thing. Like, yeah. I understand that, like, it's yeah, competitive, it but, like, it's not like money's on the line. You know, it's like you you have to deal with idiots all the time. But, like, is that a, is that a bannable offense that you're not playing right. the way the game was intended to be played by, like, somebody else? Like, It definitely really seems weird. it seems weird to me, it, I think, because the meta is not codified in the game. So, like, when when you're picking champions or something you're you're not seeing these are meta picks and these are off meta picks um 
so I feel like right. that is the that is the place where it feels weird to me that you you sh- if you're just playing the game and you're you have good intent um being banned or even like having your account locked temporarily feels like that feels weird to me um but the if, other if thing it is literally too, it's, is it's, only it's, a few cases a yeah. year it's hard for me to like get that upset about it but it's a weird if this is such a big problem then it seems like you should put it in the game some way right maybe like a warning message on the champion screen or something that is like hey this character i don't know to take it out of the game i don't i don't know it seems it seems weird that they push this down to the players yeah i it's it's the but i agree it's the bigger discussion of like how like for a game to and i understand meta and all that stuff's important it's like people just automatically assume if you lock in a champ that but like to actively punish somebody for using and mike made a good point in this game like why would you include a character gun or mechanic or hero that you'll actively punish people for playing but overall they're talking about within the meta of the game but to enforce that's the other reason that i stopped playing league of legends because it's god beyond the toxicity of it the whole meta stuff and that's kind of where i i get annoyed with mobas in general i'm not saying that shooters and stuff don't have a like encounter strike like i'd say the guns are the most balanced slash overpowered with the pistols that it's ever been but you can pretty much use any game any gun in counter-strike at this point other than maybe the fucking mg uh and 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 you know it's like people give you the benefit of the doubt because you can get kills with it but uh this is a bigger discussion of like that that's kind of crazy to punish people if they are clearly trying to win you know what i mean like you audit like you're looking at this case and it's like this guy's not feeding he's not he's trying to he's doing his best I, I I don't know. Like the fact that that even is a thought is kind of is kind of scary. I don't yeah, know. There, there are some there's some weird there's some uh, some vague language in here that it's without being involved in the league community, it's hard for me to know really what this like the extent to which this would affect someone. But they say they say we yeah. want players to who enjoy playing off meta picks, but massively disrupt their team to learn and adjust their communication on their own. Uh, without being banned um so right and one of these is like the like the how the they talk about the process the player gets feedback on how community how they can communicate when they're trying to do with what they're trying to do and how their team can win without ruining the experience of people they play with after that player support will unlock their account like i just find it (laughs) i don't know just this it's the emphasis is on communication here because uh, right, I don't know. I, I kind of wish they would have given examples uh, of like what would and would not qualify. Uh, yeah, but, I mean, I understand why they didn't. I mean, sure. I'm like, I did. I mean, I've been a raging, swearing, fucking red in the face league player. So it's like I haven't played the game in years, but I I understand. Like, it's very frustrating when somebody locks in with a champ to play a role like jungle or whatever else, where it's not, you know, and you're and they don't communicate. So I understand, like, the report. I would probably report that person, too. Be like, even if it looks like they're trying to win, it's like, why are they doing that? It seems like they're just trying to get a rise out of So I right, understand. That's the, thing, that's the thing. Is So but maybe is with... Bannable? with is it a bannable? The thing is, they're not. They're saying it's it's not... They're not going to ban them now. They're just going to lock their account. Right. And they have to, right. like, talk to someone at support to get feedback on their, their play style or something. It's just... It seems like such an odd thing to to require of someone but like you're saying this maybe this is the thing that protects the experience better maybe you want them doing this even though uh 
I think it's a little bit passing the buck to their support team instead of changing the game and making the game more clear that like if there's an off meta pick that is that has the potential to get your account locked even if you're giving it your all and playing the best you can sure. then you just sure. shouldn't allow that character to be picked or something like the game should not allow that uh it does feel weird to say that there is a way you can play right and still get locked out of your account right yeah no it's interesting we'll have to uh I don't know. It, it, it is an interesting discussion. And again, the whole, the whole idea that, um, well, exactly what you said, that you could feel like you're playing the game. I mean, right, people are going to argue, well, it's not in the meta and that this champion should never be, you know, used in this position. And, you know, but again, to punish it's somebody. it's time for the community they, to say that, right? The community can right. say that. It's different for Riot to say that if you play this off meta pick, there's potential you get your account locked. And I think that right. that's where I would say, if you care about the meta to that extent, then right. you, as the there steward of the game, yeah. should should right. modify the game so that like lock out meta... lock out champs that can't play jungle, right. man. Right. Yeah. Okay. This this ADC, all these ADCs that aren't going to thrive in the jungle, or these support characters that can't play jungle, lock them out. Right. Just, Just make it make. It, I mean, you're right. Make it you're more right. formal. Where like if you're yeah. going to play if you're going to play jungle, you get to choose from these champs, and if you're going to play yep. mid, you get yep. to choose from these champs. Like, right. And I I understand why they don't do that because that's you know that would upset just as many people i'm sure sure but i sure. think that it's it's weird to take that half stance that like right. that th- 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 there is some acknowledgement that like meta plays a part in their decision to you know remove someone's access to their account even if it's not that big a deal right it's not like a huge deal to message someone in support and get your account unlocked but it's the the precedent it sets i think that is odd <clears throat> right okay well from possible, possibly a little bit of head scratching from exactly what they're trying to achieve over at Riot, we go on full-blown retard mode. Sorry, a little strong <laughs> on that. Uh, <laughs> uh, and, of course, we're talking about For Honor players. God, if you play For Honor, you must really hate me. No. Uh, but this, this is a Kotaku article that talks about For Honor players who are threatening a boycott. If I can uh, threaten hold on, a boycott. Hold on, hold on. Let me give this segue me. another chance. Go I was ahead, thinking of a again. good segue from... Mm-hmm. From the developer removing access to your account to you removing your own access to your account. <laughs> well For honor players well threatened done. to boycott. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just, they did boycott. That's they the did. They did. Sorry, they did. And that is that what caused the so they and they did so as much as I would like to say that boycotting a, a sixty dollar game, a game that you already paid sixty dollars for. Uh, I think they said around eleven thousand people on the Reddit post. We're very unhappy with again. We we've covered the story uh, last or two weeks ago or three weeks ago about how you know all of the unlockables basically in this game are ba- pretty much ungrindable, uh, and you can never unlock everything just playing the game as as intended. And you would you know the time that it would take and all that stuff. People are not happy with the kind of steel that you earn. I think is the currency or whatever. Uh, you know what? What do you do? You go on Reddit, you go on the subreddit, and you say, "We're not going to take it anymore." You know what? We took it. We took it once. We paid sixty dollars for a game that should have been thirty at you know at most. But you know what? Now we're gonna now we're gonna take a stand. And they got somewhat of a response uh, from did, Ubisoft. You, Ubisoft. Uh, they 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 did reply in the thread. Someone even. saw this thread. Someone um, saw it, and they so they, they didn't actually... scream into the void entirely. 
They didn't scream into the void in time. Yeah, well, I mean, a lot of people upvoted this thread. I mean, I, yes. I'm, I think that maybe the most shocking thing from, uh, from this, this whole scenario is that there is a thread on the For Honor subreddit capable of getting twelve and a half thousand upvotes. That, that's true. That is the biggest <laughs> story, I think. I think. So, because at so, any given time, twelve and a half thousand people are not even playing the game. I believe the numbers were <laughs> four, five k, or so, and dwindling. So, but yeah. Also, so and so Ubisoft, uh, they they did respond that they went through all the points they raised, which I think were mostly you know mostly around like the stuff we talked about in a prior episode, yeah. uh, like matchmaking matchmaking issues. Uh, the the steel the currency that you you buy stuff with uh, in game, and they said that they went through all the points they raised and will be addressing them, uh, which and and they also basically they they improved all of the income like the currency income from playing uh, for honor matches. So hey, look, don't say that Reddit uh, is not a place of change because you know this no, boycott. I mean they got. Prompted some action, so I mean, I, I don't know that it's. I love, uh, the, I love like, the comments here. Somebody had a screenshot of like a fucking Steam groups back in the day where there's a boycott Modern Warfare Two, and then in quotations, we want dedicated servers group. <laughs> oh, that's so good! Oh, that's a wow. classic. That's a, that is a classic. Wow, what what fools! God bless them. Um. Yeah, no, it's it's pretty funny. I have to say, one of my favorite parts, though. I mean, again, and if people that enjoy For Honor and really like, despite its flaws, like I, I totally understand liking a flawed game. Listen, I played Counter Strike Source for years, okay, and I love that game a lot more than I should. Uh, but also, that game was that game was never sixty dollars. But for for so for the quotes for this uh, Kotaku article, um, the question was was put to this guy for that the. Uh, I don't even know how to say this. J J Jabayun, I guess. J Bayun. And they said, you know, why would a community continue to play a game that they're willing to boycott? Why not pick, you know, Zelda or any of the big other games? Um, you know, to do something like that for. And J Bayon said, I love For Honor. It is by far the most unique game out there in terms of multiplayer, which I don't necessarily disagree with. It is unique in its style. But then he says, For Honor has something that no one else has with its creative combat system, great maps, and in general, great idea for a game. And so I can't help but think he's maybe drinking the Kool-Aid a little hard. There are a lot of <laughs> games out that have good combat systems, great maps, and and anyway, it just kind of... I, mean, I, think, and, it, I think it is a cool concept. I like think it, it is it, unique for what it is, absolutely. Yeah. Um I, I won't take that away from him because it does. We haven't really seen. Uh, well, you gotta. Style, you gotta you remember know. too. Like there are still people playing. Um, what's that other medieval game with the combat system with like the parry? And chivalry. Stuff? Chivalry. Well, that's what I was just gonna about to say. And Chad brought it up. Chivalry and medieval warfare. Uh, yeah. Yes. Anyway, I mean, not that's not a triple A game, obviously. So maybe he's he's talking about. As far as but like, I mean, chivalry yeah, also isn't so like good. a. It's not like a fighting game style with combos and things like no. that. Like I think, no. For Honor is a pretty unique concept, but it is. I think that concept is is hampered much more by like connectivity and balance and some of the stuff that these players are upset about than some mm-hmm. other game would be. Like those those are pretty severe issues um, that you're you're going to want to put the game down uh, if. You know, if you lag, 
and uh, I don't do they, they don't have dedicated servers, do they? Or, no, I don't remember. No. Yeah. So I mean, I think it's like the the currency, the the rate at which they earn in-game currency and stuff was like not even the that that was no. one of the things they were upset about. Um, but you know, I mean, good on Ubisoft, I guess, for responding. Uh, but I think the the too fact little, that a, the fa yeah, it's like I think the, this is a classic example of a game where there was a lot of hype for it. And I think you've got to, you as, as the developer have to be constantly communicating to keep that hype going. Um, and exactly. they, they didn't, they did the, they did the Ubisoft thing where they're not, you know, super forthcoming with like what's changing, <laughs> why things are the way they are. Um, and you know, once your community turns against you, it's like that, that's a hard thing to come back from. Um, I don't think I'm gonna I'm gonna say something maybe even more upsetting to people that like For Honor. I don't even think if they had done everything right that the For Honor player base wouldn't be dwindling just as hard as it is now. Because I think for the people that are hardcore and enjoy it for what it is, I don't think people were ready for for this kind of game in particular because it doesn't have enough there. It is a thirty dollar game. It is a you play against fucking bots in the story mode shit. Mm -hmm. It is a thirty dollar game. It has I'm not saying the mechanics aren't bad when the connection's good and all this other stuff, but it still would have died or played or continue to have been a dwindling player base because they're just, to me, there wasn't enough there to justify a $60 purchase. So again, they, they shot themselves in the foot with that fact alone. And then, like you said, Brandon, also kind of turning their own community of diehards against them. So they fucked up doubly there. Yeah. But I don't think, I don't think even if they hadn't and people and they, the cosmetic stuff came out and they were like, yeah, we, there's no way these ratios are off. I still think the game would have, would have had, Maybe it wouldn't have been five thousand. Maybe it would have dwindled to ten. But you were you were looking at uh, something that just wasn't. That's definitely that's definitely know, possible. There. I mean, I think I think that we talked about this the last time. But I think that they they tried to have their cake and eat it too with the sixty dollars yeah. game plus all the no, cosmetic right. stuff. And I think that a in hindsight potentially a better strategy would be like you're talking about thirty dollars game, you know, with some cosmetic stuff. Sure. Right, yeah. so that like so that you basically try and model out where a lot of people will end up spending sixty dollars, uh, but it, it's a lower price point of entry, and and, uh, and to know, me they, that's just another example of like you said, well, you know, Ubisoft's greed is that they knew, you know, they get they get their sixty dollars, they know that this is a product that is while not a bad product and it was well optimized and stuff like that, it's not it's not a terrible game by any means. But they knew that if they get their $60, people will have already bought it. And then when they realize that, you know, whatever, they don't like the way that the ratios break down, that there isn't, you know, even if you enjoy it, it's going to be for a hardcore community. They got enough sales. Again, I didn't, I didn't, did we ever look up the sales of what they actually sold? Um, it would be interesting uh, to see. I don't know. But I, don't know I mean, I think they did pretty copies. well. They did pretty well. So it's, it's just so kind of like, like you said, if they had gone $30, I think they probably have, um, I, I think that would have actually gone a long way, but they don't have to do that because they are able to, to be fair, like even, I don't know, I played the beta and I, I, I was like, there's just no way I'm going to pay $60 for this. So I guess it's also kind of unfair uh, to blame it all on them because if people are going to buy it uh, for 60, I guess it's their own fault. Cause it's not like they couldn't have tried it beforehand. You know what I mean? And for me, yeah. that actually, that actually killed the sale. Cause I was like, no, it just doesn't have enough. Yeah, so, I think it's uh, uh it's it's hard I don't know, with a sixty dollar game I think it's already hard to 
create a large enough player base where it can live on uh, as you know a, a community and like a thriving uh, even esports type game over over years. Um, but I feel like this is just this makes it that much harder uh, when when you have that sixty dollar entry point. I don't know. They, I mean, they could. I think they could maybe recover some if they if they put it on Steam sale. Um, you know, and they mm-hmm. they could they could turn a corner. Um, but I think it is it is hard, like you're saying that you know. Yeah. I think a lot of people probably have stopped playing it, and getting people back is is the hardest part. Uh, there's oh, actually yeah. a good comment in chat that I think For Honor actually is kind of a niche game. Like it's a, it's yeah. such a it's such a different style of game that I can't help but draw a little bit of uh, a little bit of parallel to like Tribes Ascend, where you have some uh, you have some mechanics that are pretty different from what people are used to, and. So like that's it's hard to get people into a game like that where they're really dedicated to it, and mm-hmm. then if you lose that dedicated community, man, yeah. you're just like that's a that's a downward spiral that's hard to recover from. Yeah. Well, oh, so what do, you guys, what do you guys think of the whole motion of boycotting, like by not playing? It's not. Like, I, I don't even think that. Like, it's literally the the boycott is not the important part. The important part is that. There's like a Reddit post that was able to get a lot of upvotes. Like the the community or the the blackout thing they were doing is tomorrow, uh, Monday, April third. Um, I don't think that actually matters in the grand scheme of things. I yeah. think it is more the precedent that it sets that like that we are upset enough that we will we will try and make a stand, and right. that like that's already had somewhat of the desired result is yeah. It, it doesn't. It doesn't actually matter if people stop playing on April third or not, because um, I think you know. Yeah, a lot of people have already paid for the game. You know, like it's not. That's not the important part. The important part is that is that twelve and a half thousand upvotes on this post. That's a big deal, right? I'm I'm assuming that's probably the largest uh, the largest post well, the subreddit's ever I gotten. Just, yeah. I just think that. Like, I I think I know that's not really what made the impact here, but I'm not saying that. I'm not trying to discredit credit it for like future possibilities. Cause like, what if we like, what if like league for instance, what if like, like do you think boycotting somehow like it's, people stopping to play games is going to be a viable thing in the future or like, it's not black or white. It's totally dependent for me on the situation. Like examples, like something like counter-strike. Okay. So when the R8 came out, there wasn't a there wasn't so much a boycott as everybody every thread on the CS:GO subreddit was this is fucking broken, Valve is a piece of shit and whatever right so the Valve comes out and they're like the, the most the, I know I always bring this up as an example but even Mighty Valve right a company that doesn't really communicate uh, to us in, in regards to that game we're like yo we fucked up like we apologize I mean again it was easy to see because it was so broken but for things that are more like nuance like this where it's like this isn't really like sure they have issues with servers and stuff like that that's stuff that can technically be fixed but with cosmetics and other stuff like i think it can work i i don't think anybody wants to i don't think any game developer wants to have the you know the their community angry at them but there's also a lot of like there's also a lot of fucking retard mongoloids on reddit and the internet who think that if they just do a boycott right if they get enough people together we're gonna we're not gonna play csgo until you know it's like they don't give it, it it's situational and the ways that you can get about it uh i do think that there is a certain amount of power that you have like 
um I mean, it's not that Reddit doesn't have power and there's other methods to do it, but it's it's totally situational. I think by and large, um, it I depends think, per per situation. I, I think if uh, I actually th- I think it would be a you know a big deal if let's say League of Legends made some change and there was a large enough response from the community that they had a mm-hmm. similar post. You know, we're gonna we're gonna all all not play League on this one day, and as you see that post, you know, gaining more and more traction. It's not even the the actual boycott is not like it's it's the threat it's, of it's the threat it's yeah it's that the threat, people it's the threat of like we know that these hardcore players are the ones that buy you know the cosmetic items they're the ones that have these accounts that are worth thousands of dollars and if we do see that drop on that one day that's that's the scariest thing it's like these oh these people that did boycott they're actually the ones who spend all the money. So I think it's the it's the threat that if that boycott does kind of work and that they do see all their metrics dip that one day, they basically can't afford they can't afford more days like that, right? Right. And well, I also find I find it interesting too because like with these big game companies, like even if their audience isn't as big as like some others, like you have to remember that like Ubisoft is like a public company where they have like stocks and things like that like can you imagine just the headlines of like uh like 50 percent of user base like abandons game for one day on blackout like can you imagine just the impact that that might make on like shit like um, i'm gonna go out on a limb and say that uh the one day dlc and for honor doesn't uh probably doesn't make up a significant amount of ubisoft's you know daily revenue but it's probably I'm in, just in inside it's, of Ubisoft. It, it it's probably make... not. It's it's not going to be ignored, right? Yeah, like sure, those right. dips in those dips in the graph. Like there are people who are looking each day at you know at their revenue and saying like, what can we do to make this go up? You know, what our player they're monitoring player base revenue in. Yeah, like that will definitely sure. make make an impact on someone's life, and their boss will be like, hey, what happened here? And they'll have to explain it. Right. And like that, you know, I think that can affect some amount of change. And this is, I want to reference what Bears is saying in chat about competition uh, in regards to certain things like CSGO doesn't really have, I mean, there are other shooters, but in the style and the, how many people play it, it doesn't really have any true competition. Uh, and that is why, so, so yes, boycotts like are really dependent on enough people getting mad, whether to get a Reddit post up to a certain point or to actually boycott when everyone says they're going to boycott and then, oh shit, no, there was barely a dip because everyone's addicted and they, they're going to play anyway. Is that that's like, I think a good example is H1 and battlegrounds. Whereas like H1 did had no competition up until this point. And you're seeing them actually be somewhat reactive to the battleground stuff, whether it's the spec client or whatever else. And that's really what that's, I mean, again, in competition is the best thing that you can have. If you want your game to improve, if somebody comes along and does something similar and they are better or have things that you want to be put in your game. I mean, I heard from a lot of the H1Z1 guys that even if they're never going to play battlegrounds, they hope that this lights the fire under daybreak's ass and mm-hmm. i mean so far it kind of looks like it has I'm not saying everything's going to be fixed but that's i mean that's ultimately that's what you can hope for is that someone else comes in the space and actually because like you said that will cut into the to the bottom line when people go all right well there's a better alternative to whatever counter-strike or for honor or whatever else i'm just going to go play that game there's no point um so anyway that's obviously the, the ultimate so i know that wasn't your question brad but 
That's the one think, thing we that's can what all you take away from this is that all real change on the internet starts with a Reddit post. Well, of course. And a whitehouse.gov. Actually, you can't even petition anymore, <laughs> right? Didn't, they, didn't, didn't Trump get rid of that? I don't even know if you can. I think you can petition still. I just don't think they accept them. <laughs> they should have. Did they do a whitehouse.gov petition for. Um, Man, that's unfortunate for 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 honor because that would have gotten looked at. Definitely, right that away. that would have gotten maximum impact. That would have that would have been nuts. All right, all right. Well, speaking of maximum impact on my heart, boom, <laughs> segue. You guys remember? You remember when you're playing and and you've got one legitimate controller on your PlayStation or Xbox or whatever else, and the other controller you have. What is that thing, right? It's 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 shitty plastic. The buttons don't work half the time. But what was it, dude? It was a Mad Cats controller, okay? Mad Cats, part of a lot of our childhoods. We always made our little brother play with the controller. Or if we gave him the good controller and you beat him with the Mad Cats controller, you know, that was it. He had no excuses. Like, you beat him with the shitty controller. He doesn't deserve to talk. Well, Mad Cats, I'm afraid they have filed for bankruptcy, guys. And this isn't this isn't chapter eleven filing, you know, where they can reorganize. This is chapter seven. This is the real They're deal. Gone. <laughs> They're yeah. gone. And uh, so, um, you know, probably for a lot of people, that's not so much an issue anymore. You know, the secondary peripheral market not as uh, hopping as it used to be, mainly because of how generations. You know, everything's on a hard drive now. You don't need the memory cards as much. Though, I mean, they still exist for certain systems, but. Um, so pour one out, dude, for Mad Cats. F's, I see the F's going out in chat. Any thoughts on this, gentlemen? Uh, as far as I mean, I can. Uh, I'd like to give a kind gesture to our yes. friends at Mad Cats. Yes, it was nice having you. Can you tell us what you're holding there, KD. <laughs> yes, the this is a Mad Cats GameCube memory card. Mm-hmm. Been with me for many, many years. Wow, this is my heart, and I'm just gonna. I, I just gave it a gentle kiss goodbye. Dude, I'm still going to use the memory card, but thirty or forty years, Katie, that's yeah. going to be worth crazy bucks. When oh uh, yeah, baby, you know, yeah. hold on. If only you just like supported <laughs> them in their like time of baby. in their time of need. Yeah, I haven't bought something from them since the GameCube days. You're the reason that they're that they're bankrupt. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Here. Well, hold so, on. It's not like I'm the only one not buying Mad Cat <laughs> shit. <laughs> He's like, don't pin this on me. I mean, that is true. I definitely had some Mad Cat controllers uh, when when I was more playing console instead of pc growing up i think everybody i mean it was cheap man you go to the fucking funko land or whatever and or games yeah and you'd be like well i mean i could buy a i mean what was like to get a genuine playstation controller it was like 30 or 40 bucks i think it was 40 bucks for dualshock 40 45 and then you look at the mad cats and it's like 15 or 20 you're like well that's just for when people come over and you know what (laughs) like they could they could use that i mean it was it was easy they seem no like, they it's seem not like, like uh, they seem like a company that didn't uh like didn't really evolve with the times because no. they uh they had well, a hmm? they did have a uh, a couple good fight sticks that came out like the Mad Cats uh TE2 mm-hmm. I think that's mm-hmm. a fairly popular fight stick they tried making like gaming mice and things like that but um mm-hmm. yeah so they right, tried and really took off they just never caught on mm-hmm. yeah they tried there, and I'm looking at like so that's interesting. Yeah, I'll I'll drop a link in chat. But just looking at it here, these are some of the ugliest mice <laughs> I've ever seen. It's supposed to be like fully customizable, but it looks right. like I, I don't wow. even know what I'm looking at here. But um, 
I want to see some of these game pads. Oh, oh they, man. Oh, wait, they were there. the ones that made the rat. Oh, fuck. Oh, oh that's right. Rat. Oh, the rat. I knew was... that looked familiar. I mean, they called it the fucking rat, by the way. <laughs> they, but again, I remember trying to use, we had one of some of those at Machinima. And my God, every, I was like, I'm not using a PC with a fucking rat uh, mouse on it. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Well, there um, you go. Rest in peace. And I'm even, I'm even going over to their, like their game pad mm-hmm. section on their website and these these do look like complete dog shit. Like they look yeah. like the uh, the like they're not even trying. Yeah, like the the rejected controller. I don't know. It's too bad. God, look at this ling my eyes. Oh, okay. Anyways. My favorite part of this this is probably enjoying some somebody's demise a little bit too much. I'm going to hell anyway. But <laughs> is uh, <laughs> so there. Uh, there's a quote in this article uh, about this. And this is coming from one of their, uh, you know, their finance guy. And it said, um, Mad Cats said that it was forced to enter bankruptcy after being informed by its financial advisor that, and then this is the quote, no viable strategic alternative in respect of a sale of the company or other corporate sales transaction is available. (laughs) So when, you know, when your financial advisor drops that on you, you know, it's, uh, yeah, their uh, their CEO, their president and CEO, made a like pretty devastating statement. Just that, like, literally, this is this is the end of the line. Like, they have pursued all all the other yep. alter- alternative bank financing, equity infusions, sales no of certain credit. assets, like everything, and the company has been unable to find a satisfactory solution to its cash liquidity problem. So, pretty much, that Man. tells you that like there's there's they tried whatever they could, um, but yeah, this is a Chapter Seven bankruptcy, so that is a real, you know, basically dissolution uh, of the company and liquidation of assets. So yeah, there will be no more Mad Cats. One of the comments, one of the comments, says this Mad Cat has used up its nine lives. <laughs> I just. We'll just leave it at that. Uh, but yes, pour one out. Uh, maybe some catnip out on your deck or something. Who knows? Whatever is yeah. most respectful for the Mad Cat's legacy. But they definitely—I mean—I think we've all been impacted, and even in some small way, by Mad Cat. So, yeah, they're definitely know, a, they're like a—they're a name from back in the day that I think a lot of people remember. Yeah. But I like—I can't remember what they've done recently that has no. been noteworthy. And oh, that's yeah. the, that right there. There you go. That's why. <laughs> They're no longer going to exist. I mean, it looks like they went from trying, like you said, Katie, they went from trying to do the cheap peripheral stuff, which they were known for, to going higher end with the rats and all that stuff. And it's just no, I mean, there's just too much competition by people doing it better in the space that they never, Mm -hmm. they never caught on. It's too bad. I mean, chapter seven, that's, that's a pretty bad way to go. I mean, it's just, I mean, there's no happy ending, you know? All right. Well, Brian, I'm going to let you take this next Speaking one. Speaking <laughs> of ending something officially and finally, Ooh. Hot fire. the AP Stylebook, in a mm. move near and dear to my heart, yes. has given us the final and canonical capitalization of the word esports. And my friends, it is a lowercase s, all yes. lowercase, in the middle of a sentence, yes. that is lowercase E-S-P-O-R-T-S. Yep. So if you want to follow the Associated Press style book, uh, which I generally agree with, except for the omission of an Oxford comma, 
uh, from their style guide, which we won't get into right now. But uh, yeah, they, this is th these are the kinds of decisions that get made by people that uh, that guide the yeah. style book. So uh, esports mm -hmm. is now all lowercase according to them. Uh, which mm -hmm. there there's actually a Polygon article here that's uh, mildly interesting about why does that matter? And I think it's it it matter. The point is it matters because it's like a it is an it is a way for the word to show that it's going like it's gone mainstream. Uh, for instance, email used to have I don't know email used to maybe have a capital M or people would put e dash mail mm -hmm. um, and like internet the word internet used to always be capitalized um, and up until recently that was still the proper way to to uh, write internet was capital I but like mm -hmm. as as it becomes a more common word over time it just gets shortened and lowercase so like email now people don't use a dash internet lowercase now is kind of the way people people write it so esports is getting that same treatment um and it can't could not have come a moment too soon because every time i see a news article about esports with a capital s i just i cannot cannot believe any self-respecting editor uh writes the word like that and i will call out uh 63% of you who voted in our twitter poll before <laughs> this cast yeah, voted yeah. for lowercase e capital S. So not only have you drawn my unending ire, but you are now wrong according to one of the leading <laughs> style guides in the United States. Officially so wrong. You are yeah. It's not just my opinion now that you're wrong. You are actually officially okay. wrong according to <laughs> at least one style book. Objectively uh, wrong. So Damn. that's uh yeah that's that's pretty uh -huh. important news. Uh, depending on who you are. Dang. And I'll admit, when I think about esports, just as a certain, not in any respect to being in a sentence, if I think of esports just as the singular word, I can see maybe the lowercase e. But then you get into issues of like, say you begin a sentence with esports. When you what, begin what a sentence, be you capitalize the e. Capitalize both. You when you begin. So then sentence, you have capital. Yes, capital E, ahead. lowercase s, like every other word in the English language. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, at the start of a sentence, it's capital E. In the middle of a sentence, lowercase e. The rest of the letters yeah, are yeah. always lowercase. So. Yeah, that's what I was saying. That the the problem was with the uh, the uppercase s, but no more. Don't ever uppercase the S in esports. That's the that's the takeaway here. Right. right. Well, you're, you've been calling right. with the segues, Brandon. I'm just gonna let you keep going. You're on fire tonight. I don't know how you're gonna go from this for, to the next story, but um, I'll tell you someone else who's not capitalizing on anything right now. <laughs> Ooh, <let's go. laughs> He's on Man. one. You just let him go, dude. Just uh, let him go. Palmer Palmer Lucky is uh, is leaving Oculus uh, after after a lot of controversy that I think we've talked about on past episodes. Um, he has you know he donate donated to some uh, some like alt right group or whatever, and I don't know. It's just he's he's done some dumb things. Uh, Got in some that, trouble. But ultimately, uh, Facebook being you know the public uh, company that it is. Yeah. And uh, wanting to wanting to massage over that news cycle as quickly as possible, pretty much 
I mean, I'm going to I'm going to guess that they more or less forced him out. Uh he used to be like the very public face of Oculus and uh since all this stuff went down, uh he's basically been like pretty non-existent. Uh so my guess is that yeah. my guess is this this has actually been probably in the works or like oh, semi-official yeah. um for a while and this is just like the official date that he actually left and they made a press release and all that. Um mm-hmm. So yeah, it's kind of a it's a hell of a downfall, frankly, uh, for a, a super young guy who was like the face of VR uh, for a while. I feel like now, you know, he's obviously rich beyond belief. Yeah, um, I was just gonna but, say you're saying he's not really capitalizing on anything, but I don't well, think he's I mean, crying too hard. Yeah, with his, it's uh, like yeah, millions. He's, he's not. I mean, he's not gonna be hurting. Um, no, but it is. You know, I feel like. When you do attain that level of achievement and wealth, it's like this this has to be a pretty big blow because sure. yeah you're right because like he can't really hang out in the circles he was in, you know like he's mm-hmm. he's probably I would guess he's kind of been ousted by some of the you know some of the people he used to hang out with and all that like people don't want to associate with him um first and foremost being you know Facebook his employer right so that's kind of a shame uh but Maybe don't like donate to random Reddit hate groups uh, if you want to keep your job. Well, that uh, that seems like good. We're also forgetting future. about the 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 lawsuit that he was partake partook in. Like yeah, he, but he... I mean, like that that seems unlikely to have been, at least in my opinion, like not a huge catalyst. Uh, because if like anything, five hundred million dollars isn't a huge catalyst. That, no, because that's like. That that's on Facebook, frankly. Like Facebook bought the company. Uh, if the, yeah. if there was anything wrong with Oculus's technology, Facebook should have caught that in due diligence. So I don't actually. I mean, it's possible that the lawsuit has something to do with it, but you know, they're not they're well, not he, kicking he out John Carmack. He... No, well, not yet. For all we know, but yes, like I mean, it might have been just one of many things because he was one of the few people that broke the non disclosure agreement, which yeah. Got but, to Facebook where where it was and, and I'm and, gonna I'm gonna guess I'm gonna guess that uh, Facebook looks at what happened with him like and all like his donating to that political group and whatnot that has the potential to be a lot more damaging uh, than 500 million dollars over the long term because that's I mean basically people associate Oculus with him now people associate him with this idiocy um, I think that's probably that that seems like what they were probably trying to get rid of is they want people to not remember his face because now that face is tainted. Um, so it's a shame for him, yeah. but I think they want to, they want people to like, they want to get that bad taste out of their mouth as quickly as possible. Um, so anyway, uh, you know, it'd be interesting to see if he, uh, you know, if he, if he does something next, that's even like remotely public or interesting, or if he just kind of, uh, you know, goes notch style and, yeah, tires and just posts on Twitter. Yeah, we'll see uh, him at Zenimax next week. So, <laughs> uh, well, I mean, oh man, I had I was thinking of a good segue for this, and you're gonna knock it oh. out on me. Damn, I was thinking, man, Palmer, Palmer, lucky leaving Oculus. <laughs> He's got plenty of time now to watch all the <laughs> anime that just came to Steam. <laughs> Woo! There you go. Oh, we have to talk there about it. Is. Hey, do you want to talk about this? Katie, go ahead. Talk about talk this. about Steam and the anime, anime library. 
You're oh, muted. Is Mike, is Mike is muted. Well, it, it's such exciting news. Uh, it just I don't know. My Blue Yeti has been affected by it. I don't know. So Steam, in a genius move, it, they partnered with Crunchyroll. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's not a huge amount of uh, anime on Steam. But uh, impressionable young men who only have access to Steam, maybe not some streaming services. I don't know why not. That's not really the question here. But, um, yeah, now they've got some access to uh, uh, popular anime. Nothing, uh, pretty much only what you would see on, you know, the front page of Crunchyroll. Nothing really uh, old school. We have, like, you know, some movies on there. And it I'm sure in time... anime, though. Like, you, you know. It doesn't. It doesn't. Dark Alley. Can't even pronounce it. Only four Japanese people oh, yeah. have seen it. Anime. There's no Monogatari. There's no Evangelion. Those are two mm-hmm. sins right there. Two of my uh, but it does have all 29 seasons of Naruto Shippuden. So if you want to oh. get caught up on all 500 episodes of that show for about, what is it, 15 bucks a season going for that? Mm-hmm. But um, no, from what I'm looking at now, there, there's actually, in, in excellent timing, they're having an anime sale on, you know, anime, you know, games and movies. So a lot mm-hmm. of this is really cheap. Like I'm looking right here, you've got ReZero. You can get the entire season one for eight eighty five. If you're not, you know, partial to subscriptions or anything like that, that's a pretty damn good price. The Breeze Zero, that's an excellent show. I don't care who you are. Mob Psycho one hundred, pick that up for four dollars. What an excellent! <laughs> I, I you is the confidence not there in my voice? No, no. I mean, it kind of sold me. Boom! There you go. What, what the price of like a Starbucks coffee? Commit that towards some great anime. I mean, there really isn't anything too fantastic on here. But it's just, I just like the idea of, you know, in time, more shows becoming available on a platform that uh, uh, a lot of people go on here probably who have not seen it before. And it's just uh, another way for more people to watch uh, some good shows. So, yeah. Gateway, dude. All these people that don't even, wouldn't watch anime otherwise, though. Maybe this pops up on one of the, you know, whenever you load up Steam. Be like, oh, I can watch. What is this cartoon yeah. that I can watch <laughs> on Steam now? <laughs> there it is. Pretty soon they're googling what is you know, Fuda or whatever on Pornhub. So there you go. Yeah, I'm not saying that's not how it started with me, but <laughs> maybe you know. Uh, but yeah. Okay. Cool. I don't, I don't have a good segue um, here. I was I, just I, I, think. Let me think. Speaking of uh trying to reach new people quake okay. is trying to reach the overwatch audience according <laughs> here, we to daniel. here we go with the trigger according to daniel cooper <laughs> yes uh quake's answer to overwatch is going to enter beta next week that is the headline of an article published by engadget basically saying that next week uh quake champions uh, closed beta is going to begin on april 6th it's a pretty deplorable uh, headline. We'll so yeah, this was, this was Brandon was very tilted. I mean, we all he got us tilted too from this because what does the headline the quake the quake answer to Overwatch enters beta next week? Like what? Mm-hmm. It's so fucking stupid and clearly clickbait. <laughs> it doesn't clearly. make any sense though. And then Brandon pointed out that if you actually look 
at the i think the original title of this article was quake champions beta begins april 6th yeah that's a great title. that's what the actual url right. meat, is meat and potatoes right it's nothing right. special but it gets the job no. done no <laughs> but instead clearly so we weren't going to necessarily blame daniel cooper who wrote this article on engadget maybe you were saying, Brandon, that you think it's the editor. Could be his editor who, who just spiced up the title. He left everything else because the same. What the fuck does that even mean? It's it's crazy. Yeah one of uh, the one of the lines in this article here uh, that that is the only time the word Overwatch is used. It says there's a lot riding on Quake Champions, which its creators are hoping will make it as big a blockbuster as other competitive shooters like Overwatch. <laughs> <laughs> my thought reading that is like yeah generally when you create a product you Want hope it that it becomes as big as popular products <laughs> that is common it's so fucking bad but uh it's, regardless like said, it's a... i mean regardless of uh of daniel and his editor's issues uh i'm 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 not not saying you shouldn't uh you shouldn't read engadget but maybe this is one of the reasons that you don't uh, point Man. is, Quake <laughs> Champions closed beta does begin this Thursday. Um, so yes. I'm pretty excited for that. Uh, you can sign up on the Quake website. Uh, you've been able to do so for a few weeks now. So I signed up. Uh, mm-hmm. Hopefully we'll get uh, we'll get beta keys. That would be sweet. Um, I'm definitely looking to get my hands on you know on a on something where I can play for more than just one match. Like at on the show floor, I think anyone who's ever played a game on on a you know convention show floor it's just it's not it's nothing like the actual game experience really because you're you're not in, you're yeah. not a, you're not on your own equipment you're not really up, paying yeah. attention to the finer details you're really just getting like a very high level view um mm-hmm. from a single match so you get a, a rough idea of the graphics a rough idea of the the interface and all that um but i'm looking forward to to you know having the fact that it's going to be playable like this soon in closed beta yeah. means mm-hmm. i'm i'm hopeful that maybe we see like open beta or or i mean who knows even like launch by quakecon in august like it makes me it makes me hopeful that this game is going to be you know in a public playable form probably mm-hmm. in the next several months yeah no it's exciting it's exciting news. i mean it, it, honestly yes it's exciting that it begins april 6 but it, what's even more exciting is that clearly you know that you know they're 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 hoping for overwatch numbers so we can only hope uh brandon we can only yeah hope. It, i mean you know i that's, guess that's, that's why you got you got to get it out there right if you don't get it out there it can't become as big as overwatch no so nope. but definitely just... sign up sign up for the beta if you uh you know if you're into first person shooters i think uh my my hope is that it'll be a fun you know a fun first person shooter that's it's actually actually the reason that that Overwatch comparison seems so ridiculous to me is I can't think of a a first person shooter that is as far removed as Quake is from Overwatch like Quake right. is Quake is all about uh largely all about individual skill and uh you know there Overwatch. there is there is a team based aspect team-based. of Quake but it's mostly about like if you have five incredible players who are individual like individually incredible players they're a great team quake right. or quake team whereas in overwatch it's not an individual game it's like completely team based um yeah. whereas quake is one of the epitome games to showcase individual skill 
So what what a, what a ridiculous comparison. All I know is if they don't have an autistic or lesbian hero, that this game will die instantly, <laughs> instantly dead. <laughs> Just not relevant. <laughs> Well, I mean, I Jeff know. Kaplan's not not behind it either. So, I mean, to me, I don't to know be if fair, we, I don't know if Tim Willits has gotten that question yet. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to ask him. We'll get him on here. I mean, and we'll hey, when I when I played it when I played it at PAX, uh, I did play a lizard. So, you oh, know, they are not. Okay. Uh, you know, okay. Did you tell was it a female or male lizard? I do not remember, them? but at least at the very least, they are not discriminating on species. That's important. Did the lizard kiss anybody under a Christmas tree in a comic? That not yet, at least not okay. from not from what I played. But it's hard it's hard to say, you know. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows what their you know what their comic strategy will be with it with Quake Champions. <laughs> Love to see. Very cool. Okay. All right. Well, I think that's gonna do it for uh for the news and the quick hits. Man, we had a lot of stuff to to cover uh this week. Yeah. So um looks like Katie Zen, you're gonna take us away with just some of the best shit coming out this week. Us with the new release. Yeah, there's some good shit in the new and the quick hits. Now we're on to some uh, some decent shit in the new releases. Uh, it, there's no, it's no big baller week like last week, but uh, there's some decent new releases coming out. Uh, first up, Shovel Knight: Specter of Torment, uh, new game prequel to the first Shovel Knight, which I have not played. I don't know if any of you boys have played it, but uh, very no. well received. It's like a, it's a prequel. You uh, play as one of the, I believe it was one of the bosses, and you're kind of creating the uh, the evil organization from the the first game. So, uh, yeah, more Shovel Knight, always a good thing. I know people people who've you played can... this. Go ahead. I was going to say you can check out our review of it on kbmod.com. Mm, oh, that's right. Great plug. Absolutely. But yeah, check that out, and also check out uh, Spectre Torment coming out on April fifth. And uh, next up is Lego City Undercover, which is uh, basically Grand Theft Auto for children. Uh, this <laughs> yes. came out originally. Yeah. yeah, this came out originally, I think, in 2013. But uh, this is like the first time it's been put on PC, mm-hmm. and it's alongside some uh, like next gen ports. It's got split screen multiplayer. You don't really see that too often on PC. So yeah, hopefully, it's open world like. Like yeah, show, yeah. So. Open world like that, you know. There's, there's potential. Could be. Well, we already know whether or not it's a good game. But yeah, if you, if you, if you're so enamored by that game, you want to pick it up and play it in 4K. You Katie finally. Zen, would you say? Would you? Would you? Would you possibly say that this game, uh, by uh, Traveler's Tales publisher TT Games, action, <laughs> Lego City undercover game, hopes to okay. compete and sell as many copies as Overwatch. I I certainly <laughs> I don't think they're not trying to. I think they're trying to earn yeah. good sales. Are they trying game. to mimic another successful game and hopefully be as successful? You know, didn't GTA going. come out on console first and then came out to PC mm. six months later? So that's I mean, true. That's let me, true. Let me just see if this quote works. <clears throat> There's it. a lot riding on Lego City Undercover. Which its creators are hoping will make it as big a blockbuster as other competitive shooters like Overwatch. Yes, perfect. <laughs> perfect. Lego's answer to Grand Theft Auto releases <laughs> yes. on Steam on April 4th. No, yeah, Grand Theft Auto is, yeah, it would be, it works perfectly with that. Oh my god. Oh, it's a competitive perfect. shooter. Yeah. <laughs> All right. 
So yeah, next up, uh, let's see, we're uh, Bullet Storm, a Bullet Storm full clip edition. Saw a little bit of this at um, what, what was it, the the video game awards. We saw like a trailer for this. Uh, I played a little bit of this game. At, I think it was on PC before, but now it's on PC again. Uh, I think the only new content, aside from the only like aside from some challenge uh, maps and like apparently a new campaign mode, there is new content for the game. But it's DLC for the new game. And then you can get it for it, free by pre-ordering. It's got the biggest, like, I don't know about you guys, because I was I was rebroadcasting this and commenting on it live. This was one of the biggest yeah. face palms of the whole fucking just cringe. When fucking, oh, yeah. oh you know, oh, God, it was like, because it was towards the beginning of the show. And... Mm-hmm. Uh, it was, you know, the whole Duke Nukem thing with the fuck. He, you can, he's a play. You can play him as the main character instead. I was gonna say, how is Duke and Randy Nukem? Pitchford came out and thought like, was like, yeah, this is like supposed to be big. It was so people were. Li- I mean, I don't think I heard a single person applaud. It was awkward. People were like, we're done. Like, weren't we done with this fucking five years ago? Like, stop. <laughs> Nobody cares about Duke Nukem anymore. It says over. you can pre-order and get yeah. Duke Nukem's Bulletstorm free or Bulletstorm tour. For free, yeah. And my like my thought is like, shit. can we choose not to have that? Right? Can that not <laughs> exist? But another way to look at that is that you're remaking this game, and you're putting yeah, the scorch. only really new content for it right. as paid DLC. No, it's pretty scummy. And it's the game scummy. by itself, get ready for this one, retailing forty nine ninety nine. If you buy this, honestly, I, can I just say this now? If you buy this, <laughs> if I see you playing this on my friends list, I am deleting you so fucking fast because we have. <laughs> I will judge you as a as a human being if you pay fifty dollars mm-hmm. for this re fucking skin bullet storm where yeah. the additional content is DLC and Randy Pitchford's fucking pinching his cum ridden dick all over your face. <laughs> <laughs> trying to trying to get you to care about Duke Nukem again. Fucking stop. We're done here. Don't do it. Would you uh, if you buy this Scott, game? Fuck you. Scott, would you say you agree Honestly. with this quote from an Engadget article I just found? <laughs> no. That uh, it says there's a lot riding on Bulletstorm Full Clip Edition, <laughs> which its creators are hoping will make it as big a blockbuster as other competitive shooters like Overwatch. Oh my god. God. I mean, you're right. I can't disagree with that. I can't. It, <laughs> it is uh in some aspect it's a competitive shooter oh absolutely i it, it actually looked when i was watching some of these preview videos i had to pinch myself and think wait a minute this isn't overwatch this is this is competing directly <laughs> with overwatch it's crazy <laughs> oh boy oh apl this game has online co-op this could be our next game we what could the play the 12 cooperative multiplayer maps Wow, that's the damn dude. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I changed Fuck my tune. I changed my tune. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that. I mean, Bullet Storm could be a, a fine game, but I don't think any of us are a fan. Well, Bullet Storm's not a, as a Storm. product itself. It's not a bad game. It's just you can't come yeah. on. Don't fucking charge. Yeah, don't dick us like this. Uh, it's just. Can I just say that uh, that Bullet Storm Full Clip Edition Steam page did not have an age gate on it. But the next oh. game does. Oh. Yeah, what? Yeah, that's that's an oversight. Uh, so we're jumping into some indie games here. Uh, this game is called uh, Domina or Domina. Uh, it's a sort of 2D kind of brawler in a, like a an ancient Rome arena. 
It says, acquire, train, upgrade, and whip your brutish gladiators towards bloody victory in the ruthless arenas of ancient Rome. And uh, apparently it's saying you can use uh, strategic political wranglings to win favor from powerful Romans. Now that Stop. sounds like some gachi shit. Stop! I'm done. Stop. Stop. We're, I don't care. I'm so, Katie, I swear to God, you do this shit to try. I mean, it doesn't look bad. It's fucking <laughs> pixel art. We, I used to be like, you know what, dude? This is great, what Steam does. Like, you know what? Everybody can get their product out there. And I'm not saying this is going to be bad, but yeah, I can't. I, it feels like something you've definitely seen before. Yeah, it's just too much. I mean, the, even the art style looks okay. Yeah, it looks reminds okay. me a little bit of I, Nidhogg. It does look Nidhogg-ish. Oh, I can see that, At least yeah. for, the, for the duels. But the buzzwords and the fucking, just the game you have to play nowadays. Mm-hmm. I guess there's enough of an audience for this stuff. I, get, I mean, I feel like every time we do the new releases, there's like 100 indie games you have to go through. It, lo- it reminds me of like a, mm-hmm. like a Streets of Rage or something. It's like a... <laughs> It's like old school 2D, but like 3D plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, yeah. Like yeah, it could be a fine game, but um, not. It'll, it'll all... all depend on the price. I don't see a price on this page, but I mean, if it's like ten bucks or something, it could be all right. Yeah, for sure. Not sixty dollars like for Honor. That most <laughs> most definitely not. You know my, how I always rant about too much choice, but this is another. It's like this is now they're just affecting. Like, how am I ever supposed to pick games to play on Steam? Like. It's just so much. Like every, it's just oh so God. overwhelming. Every week, there's like 150 thousand new titles being released. Oh, yeah, and then they're I'm all going to go on sale. And there's mm-hmm. like, I just, I don't know. I'm just shutting down. It's too much. You know what, dude? Oh yeah, I'm done. I'm not buying any more new games. Okay, I got and the you games. You, you don't need to buy any new games. You already own no. For Honor. That's right. I no. <laughs> no. You've got battlegrounds. This game looks like a sword and sorcery. Have you guys ever seen it that kinda, game? It kind of does. Hmm. Okay, but uh, yeah, or I'm sorry. And this is not. This is not. I mean, I probably should have picked a game that actually looks terribly shitty. This doesn't look terribly shitty. I'm sorry. I just had my breakdown moment. Like, oh no. I mean, there there are there's a lot of other ones that deserve the wrath. But oh my god, I like for the amount of games that I get, you know, just this week. If I was going like picking up the shittiest games on Steam I see, I could get like three right. times as many. Like. I, the, my entire process of like getting new releases is just going to new releases, go through the entire next week, and I just start, start like opening a new tab to where my browser is like 50 open tabs, and then I just go one by one what looks good. And I mean, what you're seeing is the cream of the crop coming out next week on Steam. Like, I'm not hiding some hidden gems. You know, it's, it's just too bad, you know? But um, yeah, you were talking about what developers have to, you know, do to grab people buzzwords uh speaking of which yeah. this one looks like uh it's really playing into what's popular right now it's called spaceship looter now if this looks familiar it does it looks a bit like enter the gungeon but uh in yeah. sort of like a like a space setting i don't fucking know it's early access it's these poor chumps at luxorix games their debut game they're trying this shit out it could be fun i don't know you know what i'm Man, you have me doubting this entire section now. Like, what, what is the <laughs> point really of any of I just, it's I'm just like it all like, starts to blend together. Like, it really like, does. Like, because like you said, Enter the Gungeon or so many, they're so derivative. I'm not saying we, we don't need like, I don't know, man. Yeah, we'll, we'll skip this. We'll skip this. I don't want to talk about that anymore. I've got nothing. Fuck this it. next game actually looks kind of interesting. Uh, this game is called Use Your Words. 
It's mm. a party game along the lines of like, a, you know, the Jackbox Ooh. party pack. Uh, it's yes. got four built-in games. You can play with your smartphone, kind of like that. And uh, so I've got a party coming up pretty soon I've got to manage. So this could this potentially carry that. Yeah, it's got uh, the trailer. is pulls one of those uh, real people, not actors. And you have like old women on the couch laughing their asses off playing this, holding their iPads. <laughs> So if she's losing her shit, then you know this is going to be you know it's good. a legend of a game. And uh, I mean, I'm if they're real my people, wish this looks like a good stream game for sure. Oh, for sure, absolutely. Yeah, I've, I've added too. But yeah, uh, no word on a price yet. But this comes out uh, April fourth. It's got some good recommendations and reviews. Also, it's uh, Destructoid said, "I'm glad to see some other games coming out that adapt the for- the formula Jackbox pioneered." And use your words, looks like it'll yeah. be a worthy competitor. And uh, pure PlayStation. Use your words makes everyone funny and a little dirty. Sort of like uh, mm. sort of like Quiplash. That that game was able to keep yeah. a party going for hours. Like I'm not even kidding. Like we had a room full of 30 people all playing Quiplash, and we went for hours and hours in that game. It was it's pretty good. So hopefully something rises up to to that to that uh, that standard. But yeah, use your words. It could do it. Nice. Uh, Steampunk Syndicate. I feel sort of. Not interested at all, given the recent uh, revelations in this section. <laughs> I like how I just fucking... Katie's just totally doubting himself after I lost I'm just shit. like, what's there even to talk about? You He's know, like, can I submit this, or is this going to cause a trigger? Because I'm not going to lie, yeah, just fucking skip it. It looks fucking... Nope. Yeah, it doesn't look too interesting. I don't know what I was thinking, but, you know, it's, it's like a tower of defense <laughs> card game. Blech. All right, next up. This game looks sort of interesting. It's called Drunk Foo wasted masters basically i just told some you, uh, quick. you what see, country the, is the one you just uh the one you just skipped over was actually looks like it's an an android game so mm. oh is it really i'm gonna have to ask you to do a little bit more vetting <laughs> on uh on some of these new releases next uh, time. okay i see all right i'll have to do some research and see uh you're bringing it back though with drunk foo here i this does look interesting kind of yeah drunk foo it looks sort of like uh Gang beasts, uh, yeah, uh, gang yeah. beasts, but uh, everyone's drunk. It's uh, most likely going to have terrible <laughs> controls because people love that shit. And uh, yeah, he just plays a bunch okay, of... Okay, nope, we're done. Nope, nope, next. Reviews. I am doing something. I am punching people. Markiplier. Oh my God. That is in their reviews. That is their nope. review. Nope. They have one review on their page, and it's the Markiplier quote. That is fucking I... awful. I... It does, it does look like thing, to be fair. Yeah, the sad thing is people are going to see that and that's going to work. If people will see that and they'll think, Market Player Penny! They start clapping their hands. They start grabbing their wallets. I mean, it'll sell. It'll sell. It'll sell. And we'll just be like, play Gang Beast, dude. Gang Beast is better. Exactly, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I there's there's potential. Uh, but yeah, finally. Oh yeah, that game comes out April 7th. No word on a price because uh, no one, I don't know what the fuck is up with people with their thumbs up their asses not deciding a price until the day it comes out on Steam. But there's no price for half of these indie games. Also What's early going access, on? We should note. It's, yes, it was, that so. game is early access as, as well. So is this. Yes. All these are early. This isn't early access. Oh my god. It's early access at this point. Why do people keep doing this shit? Just finish the game. They don't yeah, the game that like this next one coming up that's like single player. I want to play it one time and be blown away. I don't want to, you know, like play it once and be shitty and then have it keep growing. I don't know. I mean, I could see it for like a multiplayer game or like something that's not, you know, uh, a pretty linear game. Anyways, so 
some of you might remember Bloody Trapland came out a while ago. Pretty uh pretty hard platformer game. Some YouTube personalities played it. I don't see any quotes from YouTubers on this uh Steam page though. But uh Bloody Trapland is uh yeah, it is. I, I was really hoping for that PewDiePie piece. But um yeah, mm-hmm. Bloody Trapland 2 colon Curiosity is coming on to Steam via early access. Excellent. Mm-hmm. If you've played Bloody Trapland, you know exactly what to expect. That's all I have to say. Up to four players, sort of pretty brutally hard multiplayer. But uh, a multiplayer platformer. Yeah, there you go. So pick that shit up if you like uh, Bloody Trapland. That's going to do it for the new releases. I'm going to have to take some serious thought in the next week's segment, segment, like, uh, segment because, like, uh, I don't know. I'm it. Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. Saying it was half decent, that was all right. I, I promise next yeah, week I'm gonna right. bring it back. Uh, listen, listen. Sometimes you know it's just you get you get lulled and be, because it's so shit most of the time that if they're moderately competent, Katie, you know, sometimes you're like, mm-hmm. all right, this doesn't look like it's actually going to give me cancer. So you you let it slip through. But you just cool, I know yeah. you can you can tighten your standards a bit. I believe in you. I mean. Good. You're right. Uh, the main thing I'm worried about is just having nothing in new releases. But maybe right. I should just rather just rather go with that than adding on. Go shit. with you know what I would say quality over quantity. I think that would for sure. Be yeah. Key. So next week I'm just gonna grab every <laughs> RPG maker game with yes. the free assets I see. Exactly. Cool. Exactly. Um, and the, these right. games, like the games that come out that have like uh, the the fucking you know like the RPG makers of these the original assets they're, they're already on like you know war of heroes 6 like there are five other games that this guy has made just from using <laughs> on the assets it's just it's crazy but um oh yeah and one more thing uh it's not pc mm-hmm. but i'm throwing this in persona 5 comes out on tuesday the game's gonna be fucking incredible also parappa the rappa remastered on ps4 also comes out on tuesday Ooh, i don't know if you okay. guys played that when you were younger but that's some nostalgia oh, yes. right there part of my childhood there you go. That's pretty cool. All right. If you're there questions. you go. Bring it in at the end with some of those gems you have hidden in your back pocket. I see you. Oh, I pulled them out. Not on the PC, though. That's why I was worried. I was thinking I was going to get thrown off the call the instant I say a PS4. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, no, you that's know. all good. All right. Cool. Well, thank you for that. Uh, we're going to jump into the viewer questions now. This one, I'm assuming, comes from email. And it's from David H. And he writes to us and says, Sup, KB Mod Bros. Longtime listen and first-time caller. My question for the cast is, Scott, or shall I say Robert, how do you like the new Doom OST, and is there uh, an OST that is tickling anyone's fancy at the moment? I'm sure that the second part has been asked before, but maybe, uh, maybe, uh, Mabai, there is a new one. Sorry, I'm reading it as it was written. Um, Well, to be honest, the only real uh, exposure I've had to the uh, Doom soundtrack was actually at the the video game awards or whatever, or what was, what was the show? Um, yeah. And where they did it live. Um, Cause I haven't actually played the game yet. Oh I know. It's, it's, I know. I know I'm going to get the shit from you guys, <sighs> but uh, I have heard. I ha- <laughs> and I liked what I heard. I thought it was really good, but I don't like, I don't have it on my like iTunes or whatever right now. Um, so good. But from what play I've heard, Doom. it's really good. Yeah. Yeah. Played doom already. Um, but is there a soundtrack that's tickling anybody's? Uh, having just finished, uh, yeah, having just finished Near Automata, that has 
one of if I mean I'm I'm tentative on this, but if not the best soundtrack of any game I've ever heard in that game. Mm. Like it's okay. fucking unbelievable that soundtrack. But also I know Persona Five is gonna have good music. Because three and four also had just really good music. So I mean it has to. It objectively is gonna have good music. So yeah, near right now. I don't listen to many game soundtracks, but uh the only answer I have here is that uh sometimes at the gym I listen to music at the gym and uh, I'm too lazy to make playlists. I just hit shuffle on everything I have on my phone. And uh I have the Bastion soundtrack and the Bastion soundtrack Ooh. like I it it comes up a lot because there are so many different songs. So um I'll say the Bastion soundtrack which is just I mean, I don't listen to all the time, but it is fantastic. If I can't pick the Doom soundtrack, uh, Bastion's always a good go-to. Bastion and FTL. Uh, this wasn't what he was looking for, but um, I've been listening to the Hans Zimmer uh, OST for Interstellar. <laughs> but <sighs> that's it's not a game, but the, I don't yeah, know. It's still an that, OST. But... That's fine. That's fine. Honestly, like a lot of my answers would be like back in the day, dude, when I was playing EA sports games and shit, their soundtracks would just be made up of, you know, like uh, popular, not even popular bands, but sometimes like sometimes the Madden's have a Dave Muir soundtrack. The Dave Muir soundtrack, like Tony Hawk. Underground 2. Underground 2. Like those were my shit, like when it was like, uh, you know, just a variety of rock or punk rock or whatever else. Like I'm trying to think of like MTV games. Mm hmm. Um, like where you do crazy stunts and shit. I love those exactly. Songs, yeah, I always had great soundtracks. Um, oh, that's Mike has a great one in chat, dude. I didn't even think about Killing Floor Two, but Killing Floor Two soundtrack is oh yeah, fantastic. Yeah, Lots that is of good. stuff if you want to get pumped. Um, pretty good. Okay, well, good question, man. Sorry, I'll I'll try. Yeah, I mean, from what I heard, I have heard of the Dim soundtrack. I mean, I really liked it. They I do. probably should just should play it, play it and. Also download the soundtrack. You're a streamer. Play Doom on stream. I know. <laughs> I know. I need to. I don't know what's... It's like... It's one of those things that everybody's telling me it's so good. And it's like... Yeah, I have this like, hipster thing where I'm like, it can't be that good. No, do it. Even this though week. I know it's really good. This no, everybody. Okay. Promise me. I can't promise you that, Brandon. But I will make an effort, maybe. We'll see. I don't want to steal the light. Maybe I'll just get the... Maybe but I'll I... just get the soundtrack. All right, go ahead. I was heavily considering streaming Doom tomorrow. Okay. My first playthrough before we even had yeah. this podcast. Okay. Oh, wow. So, wow. He just I'm comes in and snipes it, dude. Classic KD. No, I'm just, I'm just <laughs> kidding. Like my intervention right there, Do it. brother. No. I've, been, I've, been telling, I've been telling you to stream more. Do it, dude. Fucking stream it. All right. Do it for me. Be my, be my Jesus. Fall on the... <laughs> for you. Fall on, fall on Doom for... or Yeah, whatever. <laughs> All on your sword for me. Yeah, I'll just, Doom for Brandon, and I'll, I'll watch. Just, I'll, I'll really infuriate him. I'll watch you play Doom <laughs> on your stream and not experience oh my it. God. So, I'll play it when you're in the chat, and I'll wait for you to casually be like, "All right, I'm heading out." And as soon as you leave, I'm like, "Guys, I'm not feeling good. I'm gonna call the stream a little early." <laughs> you know, <laughs> sorry. Funny. Yeah, I'm, right. I'm, but uh, I'm, Davis, I'm do it. All right, David. Thank you for your question. Appreciate it. This. Next one is a Twitter question from Andrew Buttram <laughs> and Twitter. And he asks us, what frozen pizza do you stock in your freezer? I would say none because I don't, believe it or not, I actually don't have really? pizza in my freezer. Though I, I, 
if you were gonna stock uh, some, what like what would if you I go was for, going though? to, what would I stock? I mean, do you go for the high end uh, stuff or do you go for oh oh baby? Do you go for the value. There's definitely play? tiers of frozen pizza for sure. Like like you, I know what you're saying, the high end. Um, I don't know. I'm curious where you fall, Brandon, because you, you're kind of like the frozen. I, food. I mean, the hot pockets and the frozen food guy. Yeah, so. I mean, look, I'm not. I will admit that these are not the highest quality, but uh, you can get don't you can get Jack, a Totino's. Don't even say Jack's pizza. No, no, no. Totino's Supreme Pizza. They're like a dollar each. Okay, stop. Oh boy! Oh Damn. boy! And, uh, I've not had that. We're going dark, boys. That's, okay. Yeah, it's. I mean, it. Look, it's not high quality stuff, but as far as volume goes, mm-hmm. uh, man, you could like <laughs> literally. I think they're about two bucks. Yeah. I just got flashbacks to college. It hurts. <laughs> <laughs> but I think. I mean, Hillary's gotten Hillary's gotten some DiGiorno before. Like that stuff's fine. But it's good. I'm, if I'm, I mean, literally, if I'm, if I'm answering this question truthfully, like what frozen pizza have I had the most of? The answer is Totino's Supreme <laughs> Pizza. Price. Damn. Dude. Gotcha. So what I would do in college to make the Totino's better is I would just shred my own cheese on top, and they'd actually be like. <laughs> Pretty yeah, I would just cover yeah, it. Yeah. I would cover it in like uh, in like a, a salt and spice type mixture. Yeah, I, uh, I did okay. the same actually, like yeah. garlic salt. Yeah, exactly, like, yeah. exactly. You just have to cover it. You have to cover it in something <laughs> that, that has flavor. Um, <laughs> let me please allow me to enlighten you all right now. Okay, Red Baron brick oven crust cheese okay. trio is the best. Oh. The pizza, by far. How much though? I mean, again, we're talking price point. I mean, Brandon's talking cheap. Like, what is uh, that? Probably like a me... six, seven dollar pizza, not yeah, on sale. In, oh no, it's up. definitely not that expensive. Let me let me no? double check. Cheaper. I'm not sure off the top of my head. They're they're like five bucks. Five bucks. That's not too. I mean, that's like again. If I'd say five, like I don't know, four between four or five dollars, you got got a lot of options there. I remember um, one time I got introduced to Freshetta. Um, frozen pizza uh, mm-hmm. via my at the time my girlfriend's my best friend one of my best friends Luke who is now my brother-in-law his mom was one of those shoppers where she would just she loved to save and would get these deals where she could like coop she ended up basically filling a freezer a massive freezer with freshetta frozen pizzas because she got them for all for like full-size pizzas that were normally six or seven bucks for two dollars so one summer we ate I can't even tell you how many freshetta frozen. We just go over and be like, you want to eat a pizza? He's like, yeah, we've got like 200. You want to eat one? And we would just, anyway, probably gained a lot of weight that summer as well. But um, freshetta frozen pizza is not bad. Um, so I enjoyed that. I've had DiGiorno and not been super. People talk, it's okay. I don't know. I, for the price, I think there's better. You shit on the Jack ones. I, like, I, I don't know. It'd be interesting to do kind of like a taste test on a lot of the because I think it is pretty subjective. Some people swear, like some people will swear by a certain frozen pizza brand. I'll be like, oh, I think mm-hmm. it's garbage. So I think there's probably a lot of variation in there. Okay, um, it's hard to say. Yeah, I just looked it up. I don't it's, hate it's Red like Baron. Three. I've had Red Baron before. Red Baron's okay. I think uh, one of the underappreciated ones is is the uh, like personal size deep dish. I guess mm-hmm. you would call them mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. by what what brand. I don't even remember, but the, like uh-huh. they're all going to be like the same. I'm pretty sure they're all made from the same fucking place, but like, um, they're just like little personal size pizzas, and they're like an inch thick, and like those those are pretty good. But I I would probably do 
do fucking Totino's because if I'm gonna spend ten dollars on a pizza, I might as well go out and actually get a real pizza. Oh, ten ten dollars for ten dollars, you could you get, get 10. you could get two <laughs> four uh, count boxes of Totino's pepperoni yes. party pizza. Oh that is, uh, I'm looking at it now on the Walmart website. Wow, it is four dollars and eighty eight cents for a four count. Amazing. I, I just want to say that I like how Totino's went from a cardboard box to a plastic bag to remind <laughs> you less less of the crust so you weren't <laughs> eating what it was packaged in. They also oh. made it way cheaper for themselves to package it, too, I'm guessing, by yeah. the plastic bag. I was going to say, I actually was looking at this listing here on the Walmart site, and I saw it was in a bag, and I was like, wait a minute, is this, uh, like, are these pizza rolls, or is this something else? Yeah. I haven't. I have not shopped for these recently. So, I'm gonna I'm gonna do something I don't normally do, and I'm gonna plug my friend's app here. Mm-hmm. So in college, I roomed with this with my friend. His name is Nick. He made a pizza calculator app for the Android Ooh. store. You okay. put in you put in a diameter, a like <laughs> thickness, price, and everything else, and it tells you based on like cubic inch like the best value for your pizza that you can get so wow. just yeah it just look, always say totinos? that's sick huh <laughs> it's just numbers of totinos <laughs> <laughs> well we used it for like pizzas that you call the order but like right. just, nice. yeah but um because you know sometimes some domino's pizza hut and all those places have some deals going you're like right. okay you let's let's compare. get the math going yeah, they uh, always that's the thing is they like the pizza places always have deals where always. you can get pizzas pretty cheap. So like that's the thing is for me, Totino's is clearly like lowest effort, cheapest sure. possible. If yeah. I'm gonna go even to like the five or six dollar range, I'm getting yeah. close to I'm just gonna call and order a pizza. pizza. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. That's true. But also I mean to be fair, sometimes though I'm not gonna lie, though, like this is maybe maybe this is an American thing, but sometimes you just want to go. Oh, I just took a bear by accident. <laughs> I got so excited. <laughs> Sorry, bear. Um, but anyway, sometimes you get so excited, uh, or, or like you you just it's just kind of like this is what I would describe as like masturbating, uh, to like National <laughs> Geographic to go back to your roots. You know what I mean? Like you have too much choice. It's like, dude, I'm just going to eat some shitty frozen pizza. Like it harkens back. You know what I mean? Like it's a rainy day outside. You don't want to interact with the delivery guy. I can understand that, Brandon. Do you know what I mean? There's a certain mindset to it where it's like, um, you know, like I want to, I want to feel shitty. I want to be shitty. I want to eat my Totino's $2, you know, cardboard, where I have to add garlic, salt, and other, and actual my own mozzarella cheese to make it. I'll be honest. Better. The worst, the worst like, part of those pizzas is that you still like you put them in the oven and they take twenty minutes. Yeah. So it's actually yeah. kind of the it's kind of the worst of both worlds because it's not good and you basically wait kind of the same amount of time as you would for a pizza delivery. Right. That's why I love hot pockets because hot pockets, man. If I want a hot pocket right now, three and a half minutes later, I'm eating a hot pocket. <laughs> it's true not so with totino's pizza i gotta i gotta heat up the oven then put it in for 20 minutes Mm -hmm. by that time i could have just had something delivered true yeah all right well there you go hopefully thank you hopefully that helps a bit andrew knows how to get us fucking fired up 
Um, all right. And speaking of getting fired up, Time Lord 367 on Twitter asks us, if you went to Denny's, but you were only allowed to order the same item every time or every visit, what would it be? I mean, now, this I, so easy for me. But go oh, ahead. yeah. Go for it. No, go I ahead. I think I... Is it, is it what I think it is? The I, chicken fried steak? Yep, the chicken motherfucking nice. fried steak. Mm. Solid. So good. I've had it at multiple Denny's that. at this point, and I haven't had a bad one yet, though. I, you know, So good. Uh, it's so good, dude. It's so, especially after if you've been drinking a little bit at a con. Oh. Yeah, if only when I, have to get, I have to credit Timmy with that. Timmy at the queue, man. He, he turned me on to those, and I've never looked back if I'm eating like breakfast mm-hmm. at Denny's, dude. That's what I'm going Fried steak. Yeah, I've only been at Denny's a handful of times, but uh, I actually got. Yeah, <laughs> I've only gotten um. I've out of my three visits, I've gotten a certain dish twice because it was so good. It was the uh the bourbon chicken skillet, like that just does wonders for me. But um, I mean, I, I can't really confidently say that because I know I haven't tried the chicken fried steak. I'm definitely gonna get that next time. You got it but, next uh, time. You honestly try the chicken fried steak and let me know because mm-hmm. I think it's gonna change your life i'll report back it'll change my life okay <laughs> but yeah for now, now do you, I do you get just the chicken fried steak or do you get it with eggs no i get it with eggs too oh yeah oh yeah that's that's a oh, okay or i yeah, mean yeah. of course the full thing. country fried steak and eggs my god that's a that's a classic <laughs> with the gravy man and it's so crispy and, oh, i want one right i did where's there's a denny's like 50 miles away i from actually here, want I'm, that I'm right now i know god damn it we, how have we not listen? I know we're not the biggest podcast, but God damn it, Denny's. Will you just throw us? We've been pushing. I mean, honestly, yes, by your own merit, but we've been pushing you guys for based years on Denny's now. social media. Our audiences like, align perfectly. Oh, they absolutely do. We need a Den- we, we Even if we could get a coupon for a dollar off it, they could send us that we could send to people an email. I'll, t- I'll take a Denny's affiliate code. Yeah. Damn, I got to We got to yeah, We got to hit them up. But, um, yeah, I mean, all right. Uh, what about. Country fried yeah. steak and eggs is a is a very strong choice. Yeah, uh, but I'm gonna I'm just based I'm gonna go with what I've gotten the most at Denny's because I feel like that you know I could always I could always fall back on this because the the variety is so high. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, with the ultimate omelet. You've got you've okay. got a, a three okay. egg omelet. Crumbled sausage, bacon, fire roasted bell peppers, onions, mushrooms, diced tomatoes, shredded cheddar cheese. Uh, you know, yeah. you get everything. Yeah. You can eat that for every meal of the day. Okay. Uh, Brad, what about what about you, Brad? I, I mean, I'm. I hate to cop out, but honestly, mm. chicken fried steak, dude. Okay, no, hey, dude, I'm down. It's it's hard to beat. Okay, I understand. I'm sure people fried steak and eggs is tell me the milligrams of sodium, dude. I'm not. I'm not. If I'm at Denny's, dude. Do you I'm think this is a man who cares about menu? his sodium at a diner? Oh, get out of here, dude. <laughs> Pour the salt shaker down my gullet, dude, to make the chicken fried steak even more tasty. I I don't care. Listen. Look, I'm, I hey, mean, if you're ordering a chicken fried steak, there's no way you're looking at the <laughs> Hey, you know what? Look, I'm gonna I'm re- I'm looking at Denny's website right now. I see ten eighty milligrams of sodium. So let's mm. at least get our facts right. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Maybe that's for is that does that include I don't know if we're look I don't know this is what this is what's on their uh, their nutritional facts page all right I'm gonna trust Denny's okay. at face value 850 okay. calories uh, 62 grams of fat 425 milligrams of cholesterol 1080 sodium 44 grams of carbohydrates however yeah. 29 grams of protein oh there you go there's the positive so, there's a feather in your cap damn dude. 
a fiber did three. I really want some steak and eggs now. Oh, dude, me too. Why did we have fuck this question? <laughs> God, there are Denny's close enough to, for me to get delivery. Postmates or something. <laughs> Denny's close well, to me. Someone goes to this next question. I'm going to. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to potentially order <laughs> steak and eggs from Denny's to my house. God damn it. I'm mad at you. All right. Oh, man. Final question here before we get out of here. Uh, B tier K2 asks us, if you could pick another language and travel, what language would it be and where would you go? AK, the lovely Asian Pikachu. Okay. Cool. Uh, I mean, uh, mine's pretty easy. I get a I feeling know, everyone you would, go, you would speak Japanese good. and go to Japan. Boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. It's fine. I, I I added this question because I want to hear your mm-hmm. answers. Yeah. <sighs> Where would I? What language do I? I think if we're just talking about like being able to to grab a language, let's say for let's say for like a few weeks or a month or something, right? So not sure. something because we I think we've had a question before that's like if you could pick another language, you to speak what would it be mm-hmm. and my answer would be different for that because that would go into general utility right you would want right. something that that's where my head is there yeah so i'm gonna mm-hmm. i'm gonna not do that and i'm gonna say this question is like if i could pick a language for let's say four weeks or whatever and just like just go somewhere travel where i speak the native language mm-hmm. um i don't know i would i may, maybe do like maybe i would do like I would still maybe do China or something. Something I was just where, gonna say that. Something where I, I would be so I I would have such a different experience. Uh, just a different speaking like the language. Like a shock, like a you would walk around, right? You can speak Chinese fluently, understand everything. People would be talking shit about you. People, I mean, you just be not just that, but you you'd be able to pick up what you said on the culture and stuff, hearing all the conversations going on. And then when you open your mouth and the shock <laughs> of you speaking fluent, you know when what I, I mean? Speak, like when I speak like a native, yeah, like a native. Like it's blow their minds, I would guess. I mean, or anywhere really, I guess if if you're kind of an odd man out and not, you know. I think um, I, I would I would probably China, pick either like cool. China or Japan because I feel like Japan is mm-hmm. also kind of that way where it's such a different culture that yeah. I would I miss out on I would miss out on so much going there. That's actually maybe one of the reasons I haven't you know planned a vacation there or something because that culture is so different and mm-hmm. I don't speak the language at all. I just I feel like it would be. I think I feel like it would just be hard for me to get a whole lot out of it um, because I wouldn't understand so much of what I'd be exposed to. Hmm. That's a good answer. Yeah, I'm with you. I think China would be a lot of fun. Brad? Uh, I was thinking Cantonese or Mandarin for China as well. So. Okay. All right. Well, we're aligned. Maybe we should all just, guys, ha- hey, listen. Uh, Rosetta Stone. Okay, we'll just spend the next Look, two years each here. If we divide it four ways, night. we've only got to learn a quarter of the language. That's right, and then we. Can... <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. You start uh, one part of sense, and then just look at us and go, anyone. <laughs> good Who's man. got this part? I'm asking <laughs> where the bathroom is. Who knows? Katie, then you've got verbs. I'll take nouns. Uh, adjectives is Brad. Yeah. No, I'll then... have everything that's vulgar, and then got that whole part of the language. Dang. That's a good question, though. Right. Thank you, BTRKT, for that. And, uh, yeah, so this is where we would move on from the viewer questions to the iTunes podcast review of the week. But, unfortunately, we have none. So if you would like to correct that for next week and leave us something, it's very simple, man. Open up your browser, open up iTunes, do whatever you need to do, log in to your 
newly created or old iTunes account. I don't know which. Could be a mix of them. Uh, give us five stars. That is what we deserve. Uh, look up KB Mod, pod, the KB Mod Gaming Podcast, and then um, yeah, leave. Tell us. I don't know. T- just type type in the box after the five stars. I don't really care what's there. Tell us which language be... you would pick up and where you would go to travel. Ooh, what about that? Do that. Do that. Tell us what That's... you would get at Denny's every time. Oh, you can. There you go. This is an interactive podcast, but you have to make yeah. it so. That's right. Right. We need to hear from you. So do that for next week. Um, but yeah, if you want to check out more when it comes to KVMod, obviously KVMod.com. Check out uh, there's four different articles, four or five, four reviews, and, a, and an article on the from the Polystine Game Series from Capstar. So check out all that stuff. Uh, you can follow KVMod Gaming um, on Twitter at KVMod Gaming. You can follow KDZen at KDZen18. You can follow Brad at Hutchison15. You can follow me at APL Fisher. Uh, and of course, Brandon is at VOL1, T-I-O-N. And yeah, uh, we will see you guys for another episode next week. Hope you had fun and learned something as no doubt that is probably our greatest export from this podcast is providing people with knowledge on a wide range of topics, including, you know, frozen pizzas and is the hot dog a sandwich. So we do a pretty big service here. So you know, the least you could do, I'm going to title this all back to the review, is leave a review for us, okay? Yeah. Five stars. Give us something. If we've enriched your life or educated you in any way, you know, frankly, I think you owe it to us to give, you know, to give a nice review. There you go. Make, make, make Daddy Barndor happy, okay? It doesn't take much. So, all right. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you guys next week for episode 273. Farewell. Yatta!